0: Here, brother what's going on man
1: yo what is up dude? that beard looks magnificent <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man alright so hold on before we uh, continue can you hear me okay y- yes can you hear me okay yeah and you actually sound really good I mean compared to some other people that I have on here
1: oh this is my nice like $50 mic I got at Best Buy because I've been trying to start my own podcast like 8,000 times about what I did the same thing we're doing, just kind of shooting the shit. Because I just I don't shut up, so I thought it'd be a good idea, and then I just lost motivation because I don't like I'm good with other people, but by myself I'm just like, ah, oh, so like, um, yeah, I do this now, and then it just got boring, and I lost motivation.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel it, man. I feel it. It's it's a weird thing, and uh, you know that's why I that's why I moved over to stuff like this because I used to do podcasts that were just me. And I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a weird thing to just talk to yourself. Like I, I have major respect for people that can just talk for hours on hours because there's podcasts like that where it's just the person talking, you know, like they're rambling, they're like talking really fast and, uh, they're like giving news and shit and, and that's what they do. But it's never really been my thing. I much prefer shit like this. And especially cause it gives me, you know, opportunities to just reconnect
1: yeah, that and like I was there's a few I listen to that like I like, like shout out to Time Suck. Awesome podcast, but I get bored so easily cause like each episode's different, but it's it's all like historical shit. So like I can't binge listen to that. Like by the fifth episode, I'm like
0: fuck. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is
1: like this is and I didn't want to be like that. And then I did an episode with a buddy before I left Jersey, got to he got to Florida and I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. Went and got a mic. I have a whole setup like i'm actually using the macbook now because i thought the camera was gonna be shit but it turns out it's not it's not too bad it's good because i have my, my macbook's 10 10 years old so that's why when you hit me i was like reuse the ipad and then i just didn't charge the ipad until <gasps> like an hour ago so i was like shit okay hold on so i did all like was messing with this stuff while you were getting set up and like i have a whole rig set up using uh what the fuck is that program called that one that Spotify uses. That's like free that oh, anchor. like anchor. Yes, I was using that. And then I was trying to do YouTube as well. So I'm recording on my phone, recording audio to the computer through GarageBand and then bouncing it over to the iPad. I had to bounce the video over to the iPad and it became too much. It was like, fuck this. Yep. I can't do this. Like I need, I need someone else here with me. Otherwise this is just not fucking worth it. Yeah. So, So now that's why, like, when you hit me back up, you're like, you want to be on? I was like, yeah. Yeah, I really need to talk to somebody else other than my coworkers, my mom, and my dog. Like,
0: bad. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, Didn't like, it's, I have a running joke. I need a, I need a producer. Like, I need somebody that, um, you know, like, I always use Rogan as the example. Like, how he just, he just looks over to his left or right, and he's just like, Jamie, pull that up. And, but, like, he produces the show. You know what I mean? He kind of keeps it. Joe's just the host like Jamie's making sure the mics are leveled out like everyone's you know on the same kind of you know frequency that you know shit's running properly and it's so hard to do it when you're a one-man show because right now I'm focused but I'm also like checking making sure that my audio level's <laughs> good, your audio level's good, Wi-Fi's good we're actually recording you know there's just so many things happening and to you know to have somebody, kind of managing all that would be really, really beneficial. So that's sort of I, like the next the next step.
1: I've noticed the same thing because like, obviously, you know, I'm sure you remember, like I played music for yes. years up until 2018. I kept going. I kept pushing. 2018, I broke. I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I had, you know, I kept, couldn't find dudes that had the same passion as I did. And then when I finally did, like it was short-lived. Where was like cool like I can't be the only like I'm constantly writing shit I can't be the only one doing it, and then like the guys started to get involved a little bit and then the whole pre pandemic like selling tickets for shows and shit like that it became too much where I was also managing like social media I was booking shows you know the guys would chime in every now and again with a show and I was like I'm trying to promote I'm making flyers while writing music and then booking studios. And just, like, 2018 rolled around, played one festival in New Jersey I've always wanted to play. And right right the last song, there's, like, a little spoken intro before we go into it. And as we're kind of ringing out the note before, I was like, this is our last song. This is my last show without telling anybody. Because I was like, I just, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm spending so much money. I'm, like, I'm unhappy. And this is all I've wanted to do for 15 years. And I'm just so unhappy I can't keep doing this. And I just kind of bailed off of it. And the only downside that came from it is my arthritis caught up to me. And that was it. Otherwise, like, I don't, I like, I miss kind of playing. But otherwise, like, I don't miss the bullshit that comes with it. And it's the same thing with the podcast. Like, having someone else, like, we wanted to try and, like, we were like, we got to find a manager. Like, you need to find somebody else to do this shit so I can be the talent (laughs) like I'm supposed to be and not do this shit. And then it was the same thing with the podcast where I was like, I need someone else. Like I need my man behind the door and I just, I don't have it. So like, it just became too much. Hopefully after this, maybe I'll get my mojo back and I'll be like, let's fucking do it again. But then like being a normal human and working a real job, it just like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, fuck this. I'm not <laughs> doing anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is weird. dude. how, yeah, like you go through ebbs and flows, right? You go through ebbs and flows and, and, uh, and, you know, some stuff sticks like I, I don't know about you. I'm somebody who I'll start something and then I have a real I have a real problem with keeping it going for whatever reason. It's probably what you said, you know, the fact that this isn't my job. You know, I always have to remind myself that people who are actually making good money doing something like this, something like music, you know, that's unfortunately, as fucked up as it is, that's part of what keeps them going is the fact that this is their job it's oh yeah it's their livelihood you know it's their passion but the the money is a real help in terms of motivating so i went through a real like i was releasing episodes at least four five six in a in a month since 2018 and just last year around october i stopped like for i I think about four months i just went kind of i went blank and Checked myself again. I was like, dude, what the hell, man, you had like you were actually really kind of keeping this thing, you know, going here. And why did you stop? and you come up with so many excuses. Oh, COVID-19 is an excuse. I have an actual job. You know, I have, I have, uh, you know, I'm not self-diagnosed, but I know I have a form of depression for sure.
1: (laughs) And then you got to figure out which one is it seasonal pandemic. Is it just normal depression? It's gotta be one of the three coming through you. And you're like, shit.
0: Yeah. And does, and does Allegra help? Uh, You know, so it's 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 definitely interesting how we go through those ebbs and flows. But it sounds like it sounds like music is, at least for the time being, sort of way on the back burner for you.
1: Oh, it's it's done for now. My guitar is still up in New Jersey with my dad. I around I I think Black Friday. Went out, was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get a guitar, even just an acoustic, just something. And I went to guitar center, picked it up. I'm playing my songs, I'm playing my favorite songs, and just no joy came out of it. I was just, it felt like just going with the motions. Well, it's like, well, I guess I'll just play music again. And then I sat there, and I'm like, I just I'm gonna go. I can't like this is not this is not what I want to do. But then like the week later, I went like I'm googling things, I found this mic where you know. Especially moving from New Jersey, because I moved down here to kind of help mom, but also at the same time, fresh start. Was hemorrhaging money in New Jersey, because it was just, and I had two roommates too, and my one roommate was my best friend. And, like, I'm just, I'm still hemorrhaging money, which got to the point where, like, sure, yeah, like, I'm 30. So for the better course of 10 years, I was spending money like an asshole, but then it started, like, it's I'm just paying my bills. I'm not doing anything. It's like everyone's going out. It's like, oh, let's go to the bar. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't have the money. I don't have the energy. I where you know, I still work. I still work with animals, so I'm working in vet medicine, where a lot of my shifts are just twelve to fourteen hour shifts. I had a couple days in a row sometimes where I'm like, man, I gotta be up at five thirty to get ready for work tomorrow because in New Jersey, I was commuting an hour, so I'm like, I gotta get up early. I'm just gonna go to bed. I'm coming home and going to bed, and I just, like, I was doing nothing. I was getting angrier, which was, like, a big temper thing that I've dealt with years ago, where it was, like, I'm getting back to a point that I don't want to be at. And, like, called my mom in, like, tears. I don't even give a shit who hears this. I'm a man, damn it. I have feelings. <laughs> but where – and she was, like, "Well, will just come come back down here. And I've been avoiding that for years because I thought, well, there's nothing for me here. Like, I, I did the shit. I came down here i tried to make it work i did the right thing like i moved out i went to school i got a job and then that was like it all blew up i was like all right there's nothing for me here but i might be one of the few people to come out of this pandemic with like i am happier now it's just finding what i actually want to do because with the animal stuff like i like it and i'm good at it but i'm just i'm burnt out The industry gets dark, like going between shelters and vet med. It's two different things and it gets dark. And I'm like, man, just I'm still I'm going I'm going through the motions. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't I don't want to be doing this anymore. (laughs) Like, what the fuck am I doing?
0: So when you say it gets dark, do you mean like for somebody that likes animals? It's you see a lot of you see a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's one of those things where I don't think it's nearly as heavy as being like a nurse and I don't know why because like I'm like the all right so (laughs) the to better put this into perspective I'm the weird person where like when it comes to people like I'm I'm fine. I watched I watched like three videos of like JFK's assassination at like two in the morning. And I was like, oh man, time to go to bed like as soon as I was done. But like with the animals like especially in vet medicine like The lowest example that's not the worst thing is like dog comes and hit by car. It Uh, just like it sits with you and it fucks you up a little bit where I'm like, all right. Like when it comes to animals, this is like this is taking a toll. But it's weird because like I feel like if I could be a nurse,
0: (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Gunshot
1: wound. Oh, he's missing his leg. All right, whatever. That could also be like I love Guy Ritchie. I just like I love watching movies where people like. Go do some gangster shit. So I'm like, all right, I think I've just like trained my brain where like this is normal to me. I'm okay with this. But with animals, I'm like, no, no. I get like it's getting, it does, it gets really dark, especially like shelter life, working with dogs that don't have homes or cats that don't have homes. And like, that's what you're trying to do. And then as you watch shit progress on and then like gets that fork, it's like, ooh, they get a home for the rest of their life or something kind of turns and it just kind of like, it sits with you and you go home with that shit. And I'm like, I can't, I can't keep doing this anymore. It just, it gets to be too much. And maybe I'm just like some narcissist, but like, <laughs> I I don't think I was ever like meant for a day job. Like shout out to Mason and his mom. Like, that's how I got into this where like out of high school, I was just at their place and I was just bitching and moaning where I was like, fuck, I don't know what to do. Cause like, I'm in Florida. I'd only been here for a year when I graduated high school. I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't want to go back to working at the mall. Like I, I have no idea. And you know, Donna gave me the job at Flagler and she's still hands down, like working with her even during the dark shit that what happens working in animal care, especially the shelter best best place i ever worked at and then going from there i've just realized like how shittier the people get when you go to different places i was like fuck this is just too much and now we're going on a better part that was 2009 so it's been like 12 years i've been working with the animals and doing this shit and i'm like fuck i'm so burnt out on this but also like like, with the music, that was my whole thing. It was, like, my whole plan was, like, I want to be this pop-punk superstar. Yeah. Like, touring with New Found Glory and Blink-182. And it just it didn't pan out. Where, like... But even, like, you know, we, we met in choir. Where, like, that was the whole, like... My whole thing was, like, I'm I'm an entertainer. Now I need to figure out how to do that. So, even at 30, because I'm one of those weird people that, like, sure, you can absolutely change and find a whole new career path and be happy at 30. you got to do it at 18, 20 and shit like that. Cause it's not the way it used to be, but I'm just, I know I'm not meant for a day job. Like I'm just, I'm not meant for it and I'm working and I'm grinding. But like we talked about just 10 minutes ago, the ebbs and flows of like, all right, I'm going to do this and this is going to be, what am going to do the rest of my life? And then like a week later, I'm like, fuck. Like I gotta go to work. Like I don't. I don't have time to do this shit. Like this is too. Like is too much. So it's trying to figure out that shit. That and also my fat ass is just getting beat around. I got. I gotta go to the doctor's Wednesday for a recheck for my shoulder because I'm just big dude. You know, lifting heavy dogs. That's why I get hired anywhere. And now it's at a point where it's it's fucked. And I never go to the doctor. So now I'm like, shit. I don't know what else to do. Now, now I'm stuck in this field that i've been doing and it just it gets it gets kind of wild you know it's because i'm also i'm rambling again hey but do, ramble <laughs> away brother but like i've become more kind of not so much spiritual but spiritual in like things like i'm not like i'm a weird universe person but i'm also not like i'm not like you have to believe in the universe and that's how things happen i'm just like this is what works for me if it doesn't work for you cool that's fine. Like if you, if you go to church, cool. Just for me, it's, I talk to the sky. I look at the fucking stars. I hang out with trees. That's like, that's what works for me. And that's kind of where I'm at now. It's kind of one of those things where like I'm working and I'm putting in the work, but I just, I know something's got to give, like something's got to be better down the road here. And I didn't think like that with the music at all, but sorry i'm still a chain smoking son of a bitch so
0: hey, you gonna make
1: sure that my cigarette doesn't go out but it's also only one o'clock so it's one thirty, so i would have been drinking by now but because i'm off today but i was like that's ah, a little early let me not do that <laughs> but you know with everything where it's that weird like everything happens for a reason which is also like it's why i'm still down here and i'm not miserable out of my mind like i was 10 years ago like i'm actually like okay like Day by day, things are going to work out. I just got to put in the work and figure out where I'm going from there.
0: Yeah.
1: And now, now that I'm actually going to, the doctor is like a normal human being, which I just apparently am just a psychopath. I'm like, oh, I got hurt, but I'm going to go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, with that, so hopefully this will kind of – Push me to be in a better direction of like, what the fuck am I doing? Because that's I feel like that's where everybody's at. It's like what, what the fuck am I doing? It's like the big, especially through pandemic, is everyone's kind of looking around like, the fuck, man, what are we doing? Yeah. So hopefully, I come out of this whole thing a little bit better. Because especially with my old ass, like I, dude, I hate the bar scene. I don't know how things have been down here because i know you're a few years younger than me i don't know how the bar scene has been for you down here i went to finn's once and i had three beers and wanted to blow my brains out i was like oh what are we like what are, what are we doing here what is everybody doing and it wasn't fun like i didn't have fun at all maybe that's just me is it... maybe i gotta go to the honky tonk bar that's enormous yeah. I, don't, I don't know
0: was it just the vibe was it the music was it the I think it was a
1: little bit of everything because, like, (laughs) also, I'd been – like, I'd go to the bars with my best bud. Like, that's just what we did. Oh, yeah. Like, and to the point, too, like, his we lived with his cousin. And um, he's a younger dude. And there was one night we went out, and he just, like, pissed and moaned the whole time. He was like, man, I just moved here from Texas. And, like, I just broke up with my girlfriend. I was like, dude, even for my – pessimistic shit you're bringing me down (laughs) and i don't even want to be here where i got to a point where he just every time you know he's like oh man that girl's really pretty i'm like go talk to her like talk to her for me Uh, i got to a point where i just got kind of like aggravated where i was like fuck it i'm gonna go talk to her for you to kind of paint a word picture this bar had like the covers on the outdoor bar so during the winter and when it rained you had the heaters inside And they had, like, plastic kind of windows. Okay. So you could see in, but with the music playing and everything like that, you can't hear anything being on, like, the smoking side of it because you couldn't smoke at the bar. And one night he's out. He's with you know, with my best bud, too. Like, they're sitting out there, and he looks at this one girl and went, fuck this. I'll go talk to her for you. I walk in. I go up to this girl and cause it's 2021. So I got to put the disclaimer, like I'm not hitting on you. Please don't mace me. But go up to this girl. I'm like, I'm not hitting on you, but my friend thinks you're really pretty. And he's being a bitch about it. Could you go out there and could you go call him a piece of shit to his face? And like he, all he's seeing is me like pointing at him. I'm smiling. She's smiling. And he's like, I can see him out of the corner of my eye. He's getting red. He's getting a little flush. He's like, Ooh, what's Tyler saying? And this girl walks up, gets right up to him, and goes, you're a piece of shit. And we just all started laughing, where I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. This is so fucking funny. And we're like, that was kind of our running motif, so then going to the bar down here by myself. Right. I also, I made the mistake, and I'm not talking shit, but I made the mistake of meeting up with my ex, and that brought nothing. There was nothing there for me, but I was like, whoa. I oh, no, which is how I ended up with her too. It was like, well, there's no one else around. I <laughs> like she knows I'm back. I might as well hang out with her.
0: Yep. Familiar. And then like
1: went and I was like, oh God. Like so just like it was a catalyst for just not <laughs> not a not a good time um
0: just to make sure we're on the same page starts with the letter c right
1: yes yeah i i made i made that mistake okay and she's not a bad person she's not a bad person at all just so that way it's recorded and live (laughs) and on the internet. (laughs) she's not a bad person it's just kind of like we went different ways and like in her defense i yeah i got with her because it was like no one else is gonna get with me and that wasn't fair to her either yeah which caused a lot of the turmoil but like, like i said i moved down here and i think it was like three weeks in it was like fuck she got to get out of the house because I didn't have a job yet. And I was like, I'll just – I'll go to the bar. That's what I'll do. And, like, I hit her up. I was like, I'm back. And, like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm at Finn's. I was like, okay, I'm going to go out. And, like, talking with her, like, and catching up was okay. But the rest of the vibe, like, with the – I was like, oh, this is – like, this is, this isn't my thing. Like, I didn't like going to the bars before I left Jersey. Like, I got to the point where it just got so monotonous and it was the same people over and over. And I was just like, ah, oh, shit. Well, I guess this is what I'm doing now. And then like it just kinda it helped though. It's one of those things, like I said, coming back to the universe stuff, is a kind of snap where I was like, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything stupid here because now I've gone out. I still don't like going to the bar. I'm not gonna hit on my ex girlfriend from ten years ago. And cool. I feel like it was like a weight kind of like just a little chip, just like boop off the shoulders where I'm like, all right. I feel better. I'm glad I did this. This wasn't fun. On to the next thing. And then I kinda of, like I said, you know, I'm just kinda of like I bummed around for a little while. I think it was the same thing with I was working at Halifax for a little bit, uh, Humane Society. And that, I took that job because it just it paid more. Like I was like, all right, cool. And I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have taken that job because it paid more because I became miserable within like a month to the point where didn't matter what I did. I would go to sleep but like a normal person. I would like, yo, it's like, oop, it's eight o'clock. I gotta get up at six to be at work at seven. So let me, let me go to bed every morning, like 20 minutes late to work for zero reason. Like I'm waking up on time, everything, where I got called out on it. They were like, you've been late every day since November. <laughs> for like 20 minutes every day. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't have an excuse. <laughs> Because I don't know how to tell your boss, like, hey, I fucking hate being here. Yeah. So I just so my and my body knows that and it's telling me, hey, man, stop doing this. So I'm just late to work every day because I don't want to be here. But I finally left that I'm at an actual vet practice now. And now I'm still trying to like now with between the shoulder and my hands kind of going from playing music for so long. Now I'm trying to like, I'm like, what's next? Like, what what is it I can do next to kind of like move my life forward yeah because that's that's everybody's kind of goal here and um that like i'm trying to figure out maybe something to do on like because all right uh, this is where i do talk shit i've sat through etsy buying shit and then looked at what other people put up on etsy uh-huh. and seen people just put up absolute dog shit art <laughs> and sell it for like five hundred dollars like and people buy it and i'm like there's got to be something I can do because yeah. I like, look at that. That's just a couple lines on a canvas and you're like done. This is my masterpiece, $500 and people buy it. And I'm like, Whoa, hold on. I can put a little bit more effort into something. Yeah, yeah. So now I got to figure out what that is because it's just, I love the energy that kids come out of this pandemic with a lot of people being more creative because they had no work. They couldn't just sit there and,
0: yeah, they were go forced. to work.
1: So you found you found other shit to do, but some of the stuff that's up, where it's like, I just put a couple of brush strokes on this, two hundred dollars. I'm like, what? I could I could draw a circle. <laughs> like that's that's about it. Um, so it's just trying, to, like you said too, like it's trying to find that that middle ground of money, because money makes the world go round, but also being happy. And I feel like. That's the huge thing. That's like the big thing with everybody now. And I think maybe I feel like the glass is kind of shattered. Where I'm like, okay, I I don't deserve to sit here being unhappy, even if I'm making money. So now I need to find what makes me fucking happy. Yeah. And and now and now we're here. We're just kind of I'm waking up at eleven thirty on a Monday because I'm off. <laughs> so like I'm still figuring shit out. And that's that's as much as that rant can go
0: at this <laughs> point. Dude, you need a podcast. I mean, you could just rants with Tyler or something.
1: Oh, it's so I've got one and it's up and it's called. It's called This Is Noise because and I thought that was a great title for it because I just ramble. I didn't want, like I said, I didn't want it to be one kind of like subject. Yeah. With everything, so I was like, oh, this is perfect because also I found times where I used to do pet sitting. So like I I drove for work where I put podcasts on and it would just be kind of background noise. So it was like, Oh, this is perfect. So not only do I not have a specific subject to talk about all the time, but I also have like, like background noise. Like someone's just cleaning. They're just going to throw a podcast on. Cool. Throw my podcast on yeah, yeah. because I'm just talking shit and rambling my ass off. So that's where I kind of went with that. Like I so I think I did four episodes. Um, <laughs> sorry mom came out to, i'm in my little smoking porch yeah yeah and mom mom just got up and she came out and she's shaking her cigarettes at me i'm shaking my back at her because like, i can't hear her because i got the headphones Yeah, exactly in, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. but she's just looking at me um <laughs> but you know so like so i did like i said i did a few episodes and like i said the motivation just kind of fell off where it was kind of like I was like shit i don't really know what i'm doing um, I did drafts of episodes that I just never released that because I was like, this is this is shit. And that's the whole I don't know if you've seen the meme where it's like, what's it like being an artist? Stare at it till you hate it. That's kind of like, which is like the most true statement ever. Where even with like this, where like I'm listening back to episodes and I'm cutting shit out and the dead noise, and I'm like, uh, this is this is what I just talked about for an hour in my room. I can't keep doing this. So it's just kind of, I like I said, I realize I bounce off other people really well. Yeah. Um, where that's just the, like, you know, being weird universe dude too, or like people's energy, where like that's, I feed off that. Like, and with that, you know, it's kind of like I said, like doing the podcast by myself. I'm like, man, like I have fun. But then I'm just kind of, like I said, I'm talking in an empty room, <laughs> just yeah. smoking my cigarettes. and I'm like, okay, I don't really know what to talk about. And I think that's where it left off too, is I got to a point where it was like, I'm going to talk about the same thing next week <laughs> that I did today because I'm by myself. Yeah. And just so I just kind of like fell off and I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll come back to this. Like I've spent the money. Actually, it's funny because you posted a picture with somebody on your Facebook the other day where you've got a little, I want to say it's a mixer. It could just be a, uh, uh fuck, what is the word for it? It looks like a mixer, but it's got, like, drum pad buttons on it.
0: Yep, yep, yep. And
1: I immediately, like, you posted that picture, and I immediately screenshot it and zoomed in on it <laughs> instead of just texting you, like, a normal person. I was yeah. like, what is that? Yeah. That looks like something I need. I'm going to look this up and immediately, like, found it on Guitar Center, bookmarked it. I was like, we're going to come back to that. Yep. So, like, it comes out. Like, the motivation comes out a little bit. But then immediately, like reality kind of sets in at work and i'm like shit all right well i guess i gotta go back to work i gotta gotta go pick up dog shit that's (laughs) that's what we're doing now
0: you Um, know i uh last night for the first time ever and this is probably gonna blow your mind and maybe blow people's minds i watched for the first time ever wayne's world and have you ever seen it
1: I have just for the for the first time, like first time ever, just talk shit about it that you were just like, I'm not gonna watch this movie or like, no, 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 you just did, you just like, cause you're, I feel like you. This is why, like, when you asked me to be on this, it was really exciting. because I know you're also a little bit of a movie aficionado. Yeah, 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 and all I do is watch movies and TV, so I was really excited about that. So I know like what you watch and how you look at things too. So that's why, that's why, like, as soon as you said that, I was like just people just say it was shit, and you just put it like on the back burner for years and you were like today's the day
0: no i I think it's i think it's because of the stigma that surrounds mike myers you know he's kind of (laughs) he's kind of fallen off and it's sort of like you know besides austin powers which is you know potentially his his magnum opus is like you know is he actually really funny because i have this thing where like i i (laughs) I fucking hate the cat in the hat. Like, I hate that fucking movie, the cat in the hat that he did. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, I felt like it's awful. And then you got the love guru. So it, it, I, I just avoided it because it was like, it's not going to be something I like. And I was hanging out with with my friend and she was like, you know, we have to watch Wayne's World. When I said I didn't watch it, she was like, we got to watch it. We like and So she pulled it up instantly. And the reason I brought this up is because, I don't know what I thought it was about, but it's literally about something like this where they're doing it because they love it and it's, you know, they're not getting paid for it. They're just, they they love doing, in this case, Wayne's World, him and Garth. And it's something that at just like out of, out of nowhere, it just blows up. And I love the premise of that. Like instantly I was hooked. I was like, I can't believe I haven't seen this movie, but it's stuff like that. It's stuff like watching Wayne's World or listening to a super insanely motivational podcast that keeps you going. And, and, and you, you really realize that as long as you're happy doing it, you don't have to get paid for it. You don't have to make money off of it, insane amounts of money. You, you can quit your job tomorrow. It's, you just do it because you love doing it. And then hopefully, similar to Wayne's World, just out of the blue it just blows up somehow. And this is in like what, 1992, but I don't even know what time, yeah. like, I don't even know what's like time period the movie set in probably the eighties or something. And you know, they, they blow up and it's just, it's so, it was so cool to see that. And it's also just an insanely funny movie. Um, so I'm just, I'm just really, that's, that's stuff like that. Like you just have to keep going. You just have to keep going and not try to become successful off of it you just have to do it because you love it and then hopefully maybe maybe not it blows up and you know that's that's what it is and, and that's for anything you know i went to i went to fucking mcdonald's the other day which i rarely do and i got up to the window like the like the 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 first window and the and and the chick looks at me and she just like she like she mocks blowing her brains out and I'm what? Yeah, and I'm like man you are like you you need something. Like you need like clearly you are who knows inches away, moments away from being the next, you know, school shooter. Like fuck. And and, yeah, and- to just do that to a customer who just pulls up like, you know, I've worked in fast food and and customer service and as much as I fucking hate my job, I would never just mock blowing my brains out to them and, and then say 582
1: yeah not not to some stranger like to you like what's your close like like say some you know it's also kind of jokingly with my coworkers, like it's a little a little serious because we kind of kind of hate being there yeah but at the same time like you make jokes that way you can get through the day but like i would never to like some <laughs> client outside as i bring their dog out i'm like man another day <laughs> i just walk back inside yep, yep. Like, what yeah. it's like a what did you see? And that's the whole thing. Is that stuck with you? You're just like, oh my god, that person just did that. Yeah, like what they, what's going on?
0: Like it didn't ruin my day. It made me feel insanely bad for them. And it was just like, wow, how how low are you feeling right now? That you just hate everything, like to the point where you can you know spew that onto somebody you don't know. And that's, you know, that's a problem. And I mean, like, that's like a small version of that. But then that's why I said, you, like, you're moments away from being the next school shooter. Like, that's how, that's how that shit fucking works, dude. Like, you you go from being that to I can't take this anymore and I need to get it out somehow. And
1: it's, it's crazy, especially with the world with stuff like that, with like just where, you know, I was reading something the other day. It was like a bunch of Twitter posts and stuff like that. And it was talking about like universal basic income, right? And I I don't talk politics with anybody really at all because I believe it's all archaic and outdated and we need to wipe the slate and start something new. But I'm also not coming up with any better ideas. So yeah. I'm part of the problem too, <laughs> where I'm just like, I know what the problem is, but, but... I'm not going to try to do anything to fix it because yep. I have my own little bubble to worry about, <laughs> but like, I know what's, what's there Yeah, and I was reading this thing and the big takeaway from it, it was like in the middle of it was using universal basic income. It gives people a reason to want to work and not a reason to feel they have to work. And I have worked for like, I won't name names cause who knows who will hear this, but I've worked at a couple places where you just get like, you get treated like shit, even though like you're grinding every day for five years Where, you know, no days off, no vacations. If you take a day off, you switch with somebody else and work that week. And they still just kind of, like, beat you into the ground because you have to be there. And it doesn't become a place worth working. It just, like, it just becomes another job. And that was my big takeaway from it was, which comes back to the happiness thing, too, is, like, if places just made it someplace worth working where... You, like, you couldn't be treated like shit. Like, somebody couldn't sit there like, well, I went to school for 10 years and I have this degree and this is my place. So fuck you, you work for me, do it this way or get the fuck out. Where, like I said, yeah, I've worked quite a few places in the last 10 years that are like that and they don't make it a place like, worth working and then they wonder why they're short-staffed all the time because nobody wants to work there. And short, there's plenty of shit where like it's yeah it's a kid fresh out of high school where it's like well I need to make money because need to do X Y and Z and so they just take some job and then they realize they hate it and I think that's kind of where where I got to with like between like the music and everything like I said because like I know like it like down in my soul man like I I'm an entertainer that's just what I'm that's what I'm here to do it's to be fun and just kind of you know because. I I love who I am. I love my personality. I love what I do. And like knowing that. And I feel like that's kind of a big part of the whole mental health and the stigma of it all is like, you know that in the back of your head, you're like, I'm meant for so much more than this. And then like three weeks into it, you're like, well, nothing's changed and I'm still here and I'm not happier. And then you just become darker and darker in this like cynical kind of world and then like you said then you get projected on the person who rolls up to the window to get his fries yeah you're just like whoa yeah that's like that's kind of that's that's really dark
0: but now but now imagine if i wasn't the one that pulled up like imagine if somebody of equal or worse mental stability pulled up and saw that and and you know who knows what that could have done i mean it's It's the it's that's why it's called the butterfly effect it's like a little thing just like the little tiniest thing you know she didn't flick me off she didn't do anything offensive to me but she did a a gesture that is not something that they teach you when you get hired at in this case mcdonald's and 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 how to be customer friendly it's it's she did something that she felt motivated to do because she was in a state of mind that was so upsetting to her. And she just needed to do something to let someone know. But imagine if someone of equal or worse, you know, stability came up and saw that. And then what do they do? Like they they take that and now they drive off. But where do they go? Yeah. And what do they do? And then when they interact with somebody, what did they do with that? And it's crazy, dude. It's, it, it's really weird.
1: And it's funny because I actually opposite experience where well, actually, I think like Tuesday or something. I stop at 711. I go to get my lottery and my cigarettes. And I'm being, you know, almost overly polite, but that's just because that's how not just cuz mom's sitting behind the computer right now, but also like that's how that's how mom taught me like you be you be kind. So like I walked up and it was something simple where the guy was like, "Do you want a bag?" And I was like, "No, thank you." And he was like, "Okay." He was like, "Do you need anything else?" I was like, Can you grab me a pack of cigarettes, please and thank you?" And a different staff member's, like, over, like, putting stuff up. And she, I just hear, like, out of the back, from behind me, like, please and thank you. Hear how nice he's being to you? And the guy goes, yeah, most dudes aren't that nice to me. And I'm looking around. I'm like, no, man, like, just common decency. Like, thank you. Like, you, you did me a service. I appreciate it. You have a good night. And, like, it was the, like, that's just, those are the little things where, Like, I've never been the person to like with food, like I've never been the person like, fuck, this is wrong. I'm going to send it back because I also don't think I have any allergies. So I have no reason to be like, no, I'm allergic to shellfish. Take it back. Yeah. So like, but I've always just been this person like whatever, like shit happens. Like I've driven off from fast food places like, oh, burgers missing, whatever. Like I'm not going to go back and throw shit fit. I'm just going to I'm going to keep going with my day. Shit gets hard. I get it. I've also never worked in the food industry. So, and nor will I, where I'm like, I don't, I don't, I couldn't handle that. You'd want me to shave my beard. I don't, I can't deal with that shit. So I get it. It's fucking, it's tough and it gets hard. And that's also kind of like where I've gotten in the state. Like I said, being like universe person, where it's like you get what you project out. So if you project out just, toxicity that's all you're getting back you're just gonna get negative bullshit and then you're gonna you're gonna sit there like you're just gonna feel more like shit and you're just gonna keep spewing out at least this butterfly effect or this like toxic sludge just oozes out of you and just everyone around you is just like oh well it's always negative it's like you have something nice to talk about or even just something sweet where it's like hey my coffee came out great this morning and like you feel good about it that way you kind of you do a little bit better that way and especially with everybody kind of being a little bit more fragile in 2021 yeah whether whether being just easily offended or just because everyone's going through the same dark thing that the rest of the world's going through that like you said you're kind of just like that hairpin away from being like okay i'm i'm done and or like you know what uh, like you said i'm gonna take this out because i need to get this out so that's why like at least with me where it's like just be like I know everybody says it and you see it online all the time it's like just be a little bit nicer. Yeah. Like there's no there's no reason not to be that way. Like especially at least with me, like no one's ever done anything fucked up to me. Um where unless you're like a pedophile or rapist or like a Nazi, like like otherwise like you haven't done anything wrong to me. Like, sure, you've got your Confederate flag hanging out of the back of your truck as I drive down I-95, but, like, you're driving the speed limit and you're not in my yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Like that, like, that can't ruin my day. Yeah. I'm sure someone's going to hear this and blow up my Instagram and be like, you're well, a fucking piece of shit.
0: But it does but, but it does ruin someone's day, you know, when, when you yeah. see that shit. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Like, I parked behind somebody that had a giant fucking, uh, and I know you want to skim politics, but it just had a giant Trump flag hanging off of it and i just look at it and you know i'm just like okay but you have to know like it would be a really interesting social experiment to just fill a truck like a big kind of f-150 with just a shit ton of trump flags especially now since he's out of office like just stick a shit ton of them like re-elect them or like fake news or whatever whatever the fuck you want to put on the flags and then just stick it in the middle of like a parking lot and see like film it like have like a you know, like this would be like a punked situation, but don't do anything. Just park it there and see the kinds of interactions that truck would get from people. Cause you you'd probably get people driving up that just wanna, you know, be like, Wow, this person, wow. They're wow. Okay. And then of course you'd probably you'd probably get somebody throwing something. You'd probably get somebody vandalizing it somehow, removing the flags, throwing them away. It's just Shit like that is what I think about. Like when I like when I'm sitting there, I'm just like, man. But you know, good for you. Good, you know, like good for you that you're that confident that 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 you and, can do that.
1: And that's the whole thing is you know people are gonna have opinions. Just let you know, let them have their opinions as long as it's not hurting anybody. Let them have their opinions. Yeah. Because even if it's wrong and they're dumb, everybody's dumb in their own way. Well, I just let let them be dumb. Let them do their thing. Just you know at least with me that was the whole thing is you know especially like i said i haven't seen you in like 10 years I know, so dude. from like graduating from fpc and then just going through shit i did for like maybe five years after that it was just negative and it was dark and i was just always like well you know well my life is shit. yeah and then like 24 just it kind of just flipped um and everything just kind of like it's the rose colored glasses kind of thing where like everything was just like, I took them off and everything's just a little bit brighter. And I'm like, wow, life. Like it's not, it's not that shitty. Like, you know, at least for me, because I'm just, I'll admit it. I'm inherently a selfish person. (laughs) So like my, like it's my, like my little bubble, everything's okay. Sure. The rest of the world may be in turmoil, but as far as my little bubble goes, because I don't know how much I can really kind of, do about certain things anyway but it's uh oh hold on i'm gonna finish this thought some adobe fucking update just popped up reminding me later yeah hold on there we go now, all right now, now that's gone
0: now a conspiracy theorist would be like that's the government trying to shut you up because you're just saying stuff people that you know just people can't hear this stuff tyler
1: well that too but that's also like <laughs> see I, I think it's like to kind of put it in the most watered-down version, it's just, just don't give a shit. Like, it's more so that, but not in the way of, like, I don't give a shit, like, what happens to you tomorrow. That's not true. I just, like, you know, it's one of those things, especially, like I said, like, politics. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't, like, what. what is it really going to come down trickling down to me being, like, the billionth and tenth person sitting there? It's like, sure. Like, someone else has got it worse than me. So like whatever like what i don't know what you want me to do about it i still have to go to work and go do my job yeah. which is like at least as far as as far as politics go and everything the people that like storm the Capitol and everything again one of those big takeaways i'm like don't you guys have to go to work i'm like if i call out <laughs> like they're gonna give me so much shit yeah how did you get today off yeah. like, <laughs> like how did you were just like all right cool me and a couple other thousand people are going to go storm the capital. It's like, that's cool, man. I got to clock in by eight Oh (laughs) one. Otherwise I'm in so much shit. We're like that. Like otherwise like cool, whatever. Like, cause I guess at least with me, you know, and like my whole universe person kind of thing where it's like that you're, you're going to get what you said, what you put out. And like, I don't think things are fixed. Like, I know that's, like, kind of a whole thing where it's, like, well, things are fixed, where, like, the only thing fixed is, like, death. Like, you know, eventually you just take the big sleep and that's it. But those in-betweens, I feel like kind of the universe gives you kind of, like, it, like I said, it's not fixed, where it's, like, it, it, ha- it has to happen this way. And this is the way it has to happen. It's you get options. And, like, then you kind of, if you go left, like, it's almost like time travel theory kind of shit, where, like, if you do a certain thing and it branches off, that's kind of where I'm at with like the universal belief is you get an option and how you choose to react to it. The universe takes that and then it branches off into where you kind of where you're going, where if you know where you're going, where you start and where you end, it's kind of the same, but all that in between is kind of like, that's, that's your free will kind of thing where it's like, cool, I'm going to give you this do with it what you will. And then eventually you may have to come back around and maybe the long way. And it's just kind of like, like I said, like I it's more so like I don't give a shit, but like I do give a shit, but it's one of those things where like how I how you choose to react to it is all right, I just I just remember now, pop back in my head. Yeah. It's one of my so because like I said, I know you're only a few years younger than me. So like the prequel Star Wars movies, that was like that was our generation of stuff, and I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. Okay. But my favorite line out of all of the movies, and everybody always has their like weird takeaways, and like, Anakin says this, and Vader says this, but my favorite one is in Episode One. Liam Neeson looks at little Anakin and just looks, he looks him dead in the face, and just says, "Your focus determines your reality." And that shit just kind of like sunk. Where it was like, Jesus, I was like, this is like this is a space opera samurai movie, and that right there, I'm taking away from all of it. Where it's like, if you choose. How to react, and you choose not to let certain shit bother you. Your reality becomes a little bit better. It was like, oh my god, and it's my favorite line out of all those movies. That and like a couple of like dumb ones, but <laughs> it's it kind of like you know, like that. it just it sits with me every time. Like every time something gets like a little dark, where uh, like I'm a human being, you know, shit still like can still get negative, but with that where it's like, all right, like let out kind of that toxic uh, shit bring it back in and kind of like just kind of find the good in everything that's still around you. And that's kind of where I've like, that's that's what's become of me in this, in this dark world that we're in right now that like, I'm kind of, I'm focused on me and getting my shit together, but also like, I can't, I can't worry about Jimmy two doors down with his Trump flags. Like I, I just can't, like, I can't cause it's just like, even if like, I didn't like the guy I didn't vote for him, but like, if that's going to, if that's going to ruin my day, like the, you're not paying attention to everything else going on. Like I've worked, I worked with someone who she was very good at her job. And, but every time I came in, it was always like, can you believe what this one said or what this one did at work the other day where I'm like, come on, you have something cool to talk about, like what? Did, what did you eat for breakfast this morning? Yeah. Like what? Like <laughs> you know, like give me something positive. Where before I left that job at one of the staff meetings, I was like done. Don't talk about oh, like because we had a few people where they would just talk about past coworkers. Where I was, I it stabbed me and went, shut up, they're gone, they're never coming back. We don't need to talk about them anymore. Yep. And everyone just kind of like stared at me and they were like, oh well, like I know who you're talking about. I was like, yeah, you should. But I'm being polite about it where it's like, because that's just like, it, that's all I would hear when I'd open the door. And it's like, well, let me tell you what this one did the other day. Or, oh, she fucked up for three years. Now I'm making up for it and I'm cleaning up the mess now. It's like, cool, you can be bummed about that. But like, that's going to ruin your whole day. Like, you're here. They're not. Just keep, keep, keep going. And it just kind of like things get easier that way, at yeah. least in my perspective is it's a lot easier to kind of get through shit that way than being just so toxic and negative all the time, even if you hate your job. Like, I like my job, but I hate my field because I'm just burnt out. But, like, I don't I don't go to work like, ugh, it's another day. Like, I just kind of, like, I'm more concerned about my health at this point, at least with my shoulder, as I'm about to light another cigarette. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, otherwise, like, because even, at least with my job, right, <coughs> I work, I'm scheduled 8 to 8, but I work at a vet. So it's like it's a doctor. It's a, it's a medical facility where sometimes, you know, we're stuck working until 9, 10 o'clock at night where that shit used to bother me in my field. But now it's one of those things where it's like, that's our job. Like, it sucks, but that's not going to be what ruins my day. What ruins my day is going to be something absolutely more absurd, and I'm, that I have control over. And I think that's that's the other big thing is like a lot of people get angry about the shit they can't control, or it's like worry about what you can t- you know what you can handle. It's like at least with me on a dumb level, it's like shit. I ran out of cigarettes. I got to either wait till payday or, or scrounge up and you go get cigarettes. Otherwise, like can't let that ruin my day. Yeah. But if I choose to, that's going to be what ruins my day. It's like oh, that sucks. But otherwise, whatever. Um, I was gonna bring something else up, and I got lost in this tangent of the the lady that was in your drive thru window that <laughs> just kind of like opened up a weird door in the back of my brain. And it was like, uh oh.
0: <laughs> no, dude. Um, no, dude, you're good. I was. Um, I, I'm trying to bring this up here. I'm trying to see if I unmute this. Well, hold on. First, I'm going to share the screen because that's what I. That's one of my favorite things about this is I can share screens. Hold on. How do I do this? See, this is why I need. Oh, there we go. All right. Uh, share screen. Let's share this, my entire screen. So now you should be able to see. Right? Whoa. Okay. So now you can like see all everything.
1: Yeah. It's this weird portal. of Just
0: yeah. Just never ending screens all the way down. Yep. Now, but now when I play this, can you hear audio or no? No. Okay. No. Hold on. First. No. Hold on. One second. One second. One second. Because when we were talking about this, right? When you were talking about uh, you know people at work talking to you know just just being real, like not positive. It's this is always my favorite like go to example. So hold on. Let me see. Let me see if you can hear this now. Can you hear that? Yes, I can. Okay. This is the one of my favorite SNL sketches.
1: Welcome to the Mickey's Breakfast Jamboree. My name is William and I'll be serving you today.
0: You guys here on a special occasion? Well, we're here on that new Magical Gatherings Family Package. Got the whole Matusic clan down from Ohio. Right guys, say hi.
1: Hi! Hey. Well, great. Let me tell you Mickey specials today. We've got steak and eggs served with some home fries and Mickey waffles. Woo, I love me some steak and eggs.
2: (laughs) Ever since they found mad cow disease in the US, I'm not taking any chances. It can live in your body for years before it ravages your
1: brain. You're enjoying your day, everything's going your way, and along comes Debbie Downer. Always here to
2: tell you about a new disease. A car accident or killer bees. The beg her to spare
1: you, Debbie, please, but you can't stop Debbie Downer. Well, we did it, gang! We pulled it off! A family reunion at Disney! I don't know about you guys, the first thing I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna ride that haunted elevator thingy. <laughs> it drops you straight down.
2: This is my dream come true. I mean, I'm totally serious. Tigger hugged me at the door and I thought I was gonna cry. <laughs> I guess Roy isn't doing as well as they first thought. <laughs> what? Who's Roy? Roy of Siegfried and Roy he was attacked by his own tiger and suffered devastating injuries Uh... (laughs) so uh hey who wants to go on Space Mountain with me me I want to see the Country Bear Jamboree. Ooh. I want to go to every country in Epcot and greet them in their own native language. Hola, konnichiwa. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about that train explosion in Northern California? <laughs> <laughs> Media is so sensitive there, so secretive. <laughs> We may never know how many people perished. (laughs) Who's ready for Mickey Wambo? Oh Oh my God. I just made eye contact with Pluto. And he's coming over here. Pluto! Ah! Pluto! Pluto! Oh my god! Pluto. I'm at Disney World and I'm hugging Pluto. Somebody take a picture. Oh, I want to be in it, I want to be in it. I want to be in this one. Well, you guys, Disney World really is fun. Makes me feel like a kid again. I mean the time before my two-year stint at Children's. <laughs> oh. hey, hey Pluto, hi. Boy, it must be fun to work here. Although the biggest drawback to working in a theme park is that you must live under constant fear of deadly terrorist attacks. (laughs) wait, where are you going? With that costume on, he's probably in the early stages of heat stroke. (laughs)
0: They're all breaking. I love it. Speaking of
2: of heat, if this greenhouse effect keeps up, we'll all be living underwater.
0: It just keeps going on from there but this is like it's not only one of the best sketches snl's ever done but it's like you know anytime they can break character that's, that's always like
1: even as you're close that horatio sands is wiping his face with the waffles yeah because he's just been laughing so hard um, but um
0: shit. But that's what it is man i mean that i don't know if that's where that stemmed from that that term debbie downer but i mean i know a lot of debbie downers dude
1: i do too and that's kind of <laughs> like i as i've gotten older you know that whole thing where was like you have like four like close friends it's like yeah then that's why like yep the the amount of people and hopefully my friends listen to this and they'll they'll hear me say <laughs> this but I've got so many people muted on social media because of shit like that where I'm just like, "No, I don't I don't want to see your negative bullshit, but I'm too afraid to unfollow them because I don't want to have that confrontation, yeah. but I'll just mute them." And I'm like, "I don't I don't want to see your shit. That's just I don't want to see the negative nonsense that you spew out." Like,
0: do you ever wonder how many people have you muted? I like sometimes I think about that because I'll post something that I'm like, "Man, this is this is some good shit right here like this is next level you know theoretical this is like self-help shit this is gonna change somebody's life and it, it, it gets like maybe a couple likes or maybe like a couple hearts or like a like a retweet or something like it's like damn a lot of people must not follow me as much as I think
1: <laughs> yeah that that and with like the weird algorithm where like I watch people where I constantly like I'll follow people and then unfollow them and not like normal people like weird you know because i'm a single gross misogynistic dude i guess like yeah like hot you know the hot chicks that you see i like you know the influencers as you'd call them yeah yeah but we're like i'll because then i realized like i'm not seeing as much once you follow like over a certain point you like don't see anybody's shit but i also on the fact of like being muted because like when i did the band stuff that was my whole like i had over like 2,000 posts on like instagram at one point and then after I left the band stuff, I just archived a bunch of shit. And it brought it down to, like, a couple hundred posts. And I realized, I'm like, wow, I have a feeling that, like, people just muted me. Because all I posted was, like, yeah. trying to promote my band and my music. Yep. yep. And you just didn't want to see it. So people just muted it. And then I'm getting, like, three likes. Or it's always the same, like, four people. Which bothered me for a while. And also because... So... I wanted to take this time with you to talk about, so like the music industry, right? At least, like I don't, and I don't think anybody's not talented. That's one of those weird things where, like, I'm a pop punk guy. You know, I still listen to metal and stuff like that. <laughs> but
0: Rob Zombie,
1: yeah, like I still listen to like every like everything I kind of like grew up listening to, and all the stuff I listen to now, where. I was talking with somebody the other day who also like listens to like the pop punk music, like I do. And I looked at her and I was like, when was the last time besides neck deep after that, like that a band came out, put out like three solid albums. They were, you know, they were kind of a big thing. And she looked at me and she was like, wow, you're right. I was like, yeah, because most labels are signing the older acts that Are already established they've been doing this since like 2000 1999 stuff like that and no one's taking chances anymore which was the huge problem that i had where it wasn't so much like because being being an artist you know especially in music you're gonna have so many shows where like four people show up nobody shows up that's just kind of the way it goes and it's about marketing yourself better but I remember seeing a video of Zappa from obviously way, well before he died and everything like that. And in his interview, he's talking to somebody and he's like, listen, when like it used to be these big kind of, you know, cause it's the seventies. So he's like these big fat cats smoking their cigars, just kind of taking chances. They're like, okay, sign them. We'll see if it sells. If it doesn't cut them. If it does cool, we're, we're going to, we're all going to make money. And then it turned into, like, the guys that would bring them the coffee or, like, their interns, they turned turn and asking them, was like, you're out in the world. What's what's going on out there? What's good? And then they would start promoting stuff, where then it stopped being a point of, and then those guys became the people in charge after these kind of fat cats smoking their cigars, just worrying about making money, where then that's where kind of, like, it slowed down, where people stopped taking chances on on bands and artists. They would just kind of you know it's like ooh, this is what's selling right now this is what's hot this is what's playing on z100 or whatever station is down here that like plays like the pop music and like the top 40 and that's kind of where we've gotten to and which was like a huge kind of like being self-aware thing with the music was i knew what was going on and i knew how it played out and it would you know because also Cause I've done, I've done booking, like especially even not only, just for my own band. Like I've done, I've booked shows. I've kind of helped manage bands, you know, here and there where booking agents. So everything was like a separate entity, like probably right around, I want to say right, right around 2009 is like, cause that's when I kind of went at it full force was like the booking agent booked the shows and he marketed and like the, they the whole point of them is to market the show and sell the tickets. It's not so much relying on the artists themselves to sell the tickets. And then somewhere along the line, it became the artists have to sell the tickets. The venue will make a flyer and post one every now and again, but otherwise it, you relied on the artist, which takes away from the music Because then the art, like I said, then the artist is doing the job of everybody else, and then you get there. It's like cool. How many tickets did you sell? It's like, well, I sold twelve. It's like, all right, we're gonna put you on like four forty-five in the afternoon on a Wednesday. It's like people are at work, especially as you get older. You know, you don't have a bunch of like the sixteen-year-olds that can come out to the shows because they're not working or anything like that. And like my bands, there was a few times we would buy our own tickets just to kind of have a better spot on like on the bill because like you kind of like, otherwise we're opening when nobody's there and that, yeah, that was a huge part of like the music industry is, and then you got all the, you know, you got your bigger labels like Sony universal, everything like that, where they're kind of like, like I said, they're kind of, they're taking who's already established or, or, if you're so, you're something that's selling on the radio, right? And so then you got because like there were bands I played shows with in like 2012, awesome pop punk bands that absolutely deserve to go far and tour and do all of that stuff that just fell apart like between 2012 and 2015, that because you know people stopped coming to shows you know you would have to you would constantly get or like you know when you got down to selling your own tickets you get the same 20 people every show that's coming to see you and also a big thing which i've been part of the problem too is like you'll see the band you wanted to see and yeah. then leave and that and that's it and then so then nobody's seeing you you're not getting any kind of um I want to say the word recognition, but exposure. Yeah, yeah. Cause you know, that's a whole thing that like people it's like likes and exposure don't pay the bills and everything like that. And I'm amazed that I came full circle back into like being happy and doing what you want to do. But the same thing where like a lot of people like are saying, Hey, like your, your likes and exposure don't pay for my materials and getting things done. Like i spent, Thousands upon thousands of dollars playing in the band over the course of 15 years, on between gear, travel expenses, buying my own tickets, you know, studio time alone is like a couple grand a piece. And, you know, so like I put all this, yeah, you put all this effort into it, but nobody's really like the people that have their certain jobs in the music industry, they're not doing it anymore, at least on a local standpoint. So and then with social media, as much as it helps, it hurts, too, because it's one of those things where you're not paying to get exposure. Like Facebook has their whole like pay to boost and everything. I know it's on Instagram now, too, where like you pay the 15 bucks and it'll like boost your post for the month. And then you're getting a bunch of weird fake likes where like someone just comments like, dude, fire. And like, but they don't like your page. Like they don't like it doesn't. Actually promote things out.
0: It just where, makes you feel better.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I did like. There's a comment on my post. Like, i just we just released a new song, and it's like some fake profile. oh no shit. That, you know, it's just a couple fire emojis, and I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where like, it's not even a conspiracy. It's just like that's what they're doing. It makes sense, you know. And you would think that it would help, especially with like your for you pages on like TikTok and. Instagram and stuff like that. And your feed where even on like on Facebook, I think I just opened it up this morning. Like I'm seeing posts from like six days ago, nothing from the last 48 hours. And so being an artist and being a musician, not, like this stuff isn't really kind of, it's not, it's not helping really at all unless you have the money to pay into it. But at least in my opinion, all most of the best artists have come from, struggling and nothing. That's why their craft is so perfected because they have nothing and they wanted to be something more. And even so, even to this point where I remember in like 2013, one of my drummer at the time came up to me and we had just finished playing a set. We played it in like some church. It was really weird because it was like a hardcore pop-punk show. So it's just a bunch of kids and like in their denim vests with all of their patches and they're like their metal top rockers. And then a bunch of kids in skinny jeans in this church, like cursing each other out. We're all smoking cigarettes outside of it. And we played this set and it was one of probably one of my favorite shows. I thought we crushed it. And my drummer comes up to me and he, you know, and he's just being honest. I've known him since like sixth grade. So like, I, I don't fault him at all, but he came up to me and he goes, so someone, you know, just said like we, you know, said we had a really great set. It was like, awesome, that's great. Tell them to follow us on social media because we don't have any physical recordings or physical merch or anything like that. Like you just follow us on social media and everything, like come check us out. It goes, but he, you know, he had said to me, if you guys had a different singer, which I was the singer at the time, if you guys had a different vocalist, you guys would be an awesome band. And it like, it irks me to this day cuz these are kids that listen to I don't know if you know who the band Rancid is. And they're they're a punk rock band that really blew up in um I want to say I want to say the 90s. I could be wrong, but um Tim Armstrong who's the vocalist, he actually he's written songs for Pink, With Pink and you know a bunch of other artists as well. And but he's a he's a punk rock musician. Exactly what I just described. He's right now he's got head tattoo, huge beard, like he always, he's always wearing his leather vest and everything. And he, he's he's punk as fuck is the best way to describe that. And he, but when they like recorded early on, he was doing heroin and stuff. And as far as vocals, like vocalists go, it's like Nirvana too. It's like you're not, but he's not a good vocalist. Like as far as like especially nowadays where things are a lot more polished and clean, where like you don't have so much rawness to. A singer of a band anymore because that's just not I guess that's not what sells and like I sat there and I looked at the kid I was like he's got a rancid sticker on his car I saw him when we walked in this is some of the worst vocals you'll ever hear but they're like it doesn't mean they're not talented where I'm like that's bullshit and it's kind of like stuck with me where that's just kind of where where you've been it's like it's this whole thing being like a punk rock guy where I grew up listening to things, you know, like Newfound Glory, like that singer, he's super nasally all the time. Like he can't, like if Fulmer was in a room with the singer from Newfound Glory, she would rip him apart because <laughs> he does not sing properly at all. And it's like, it's stuff like that where then we're kind of progressing forward where if you're not this clean kind of vocalist or you have like these deep screams and everything, at least in my field of like pop punk. You're, you're like, you're not going anywhere. And I actually, you know, it's funny because I did on Christmas, I was going to put it up on like streaming, but I couldn't get it to work out because of like ISRC numbers and everything that I don't have access to anymore. But I took every song I had paid and recorded from 2012 to 2019. Cause I tried to do the music thing again in 2019. I had a buddy where like, it wasn't even to do anything with it. It was to record because I had I just have demos upon demos. And I put the music up, it's on Bandcamp, and I put in this like like I said, it's like eight years worth of music for a dollar. I put it all up online for one dollar. And like I said, I've spent thousands of dollars on these recordings. They're not all the mo- like the best quality recordings, but it's my art and it's what I put money into. I put it up for a dollar. The fun thing about Bandcamp is I can see on the statistics if you listen to the whole song if you skip the song or if you started it and didn't go past like the 10 second mark damn and the amount of stuff where like it doesn't like it and it sucks cuz like I said like I'm trying to be such a more positive person and what the reality of it is I'm watching this and like I put it up a couple times cuz like I said I'm not I'm not pursuing the musical career anymore and I you know I so I posted about it a few times where I'm checking the statistics and like the amount of skips and like not going past the first 10 seconds compared to full plays of the song and that, and like I said, like, you know, I put it up for a dollar, like just $1. Everyone's got like, I've got $80, (laughs) like, you know, putting it up just to try and get something back, like, and nothing. And it's real defeating in that sense where like now it's not so much like it's about the money, but at the same time, like, I spent over a decade on these songs, working on them, you know, writing them, putting my you know, because all my songs are also like they should be. Like, none of them are about, like, it's like, oh, I'm just going to write a song about a girl because that's what pop punk does. They were all, like, real, so, like, after the scenario happened, which was generally something negative, I wrote the song, like, every time. And, like I put so much effort into it, for them to like now I can see the statistics of being like ah no, I'm not gonna let you know I'm not gonna listen to that. It's like man, and it's this weird like I said because you know I feel that in a sense most human beings are inherently just you everyone's selfish. You kind of have to be to an extent yeah where like at least in New Jersey in the music scene and everything, you had your kind of clicks where like here are all our singer songwriters. Here's all of our metal guys. Here's all of our punk, you know, punk rock kids, and like, like I said, it was the same like 20 people at each show, where no one really like came together, because that's what music was all about. Especially being, I was living in Asbury Park, which you know, if you just even caught a whiff of who Bruce Springsteen is, like that's like, that's Asbury Park. It's, just, it's supposed to be this huge kind of kind of epicenter of camaraderie in a sense which it is especially on like everything going on in the world where you know it's a lot of you know we have there's uh i want to say it's a gay pride like parade but i don't know i don't know the actual like what it actually is and everything like that but and, and it's a very like the town is very like together but then when it comes to this music scene it's really weird where i remember doing one show where i booked all the bands i you know it was like my birthday show but also like it was my friend's birthday and i wanted to do something cool for him but also like for me too and i booked one of my uh good friends bands clementine i love those dudes they're so good they play like two shows a year even before the pandemic and we kind of made it like my birthday show, their release show for an album that they'd been sitting on for like two years. Everything, and we, you know, we played the show. They had more people come in than anybody else, which was dope. It was so good. Then they tried to book a show with the same venue later on, like maybe a couple months later, and use that. They were like, "Hey, we brought in X amount of people at this show." can we book a show on this? It was like a Saturday or something. And the venue told them no. What the venue didn't realize is that I had also emailed about booking another show. And they came at me saying like, well, your band wasn't the one that brought in more people like this other band brought in more people than you that night. So we're not going to take the shot on booking you for like a Friday night where it was like, well, you just, and then to like to tell them like, Hey, we're not going to, you know, you only brought in like 40 people, so we're not going to book your show. Like, we'll give you like a Tuesday or something. And that's really, like, that's the weird thing going on with the music industry, at least in my opinion, because it is a lot of DIY, which is great.
0: Hold on, hold on, the same- hold on, hold uh, on, Ch- check your microphone. It just got real staticky.
1: Hello?
2: Hello?
0: Hello? Yeah, it got real staticky. The better no? No. Can you unplug it and plug it back in? Try that. Okay, now I can't hear you. is it better? Yes. Okay. Yep. Can you can you hear me? Hold can on. you hear me?
1: Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Okay, cool. It's a weird setting thing. I had to set it back to <laughs> what was that? Is it? It's better. You, it, no static.
0: It's literally the way it was. Yeah. For some reason, it just got like you sounded like you instantly went underwater.
1: That's weird. Yeah. Um. That's because my probably cause my MacBook's from a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it's you know, and that I kind of realized too. Like after all that, like I said that's why I kind of I was like I gotta like I can't keep playing music. Was I could see this shit happening. And then, like, there were plenty of artists that were kind of like they were doing great. And but it was it's the whole thing where, like, there's a lot of bigger bands I've listened to, too, that have quit and stopped playing music. And sure, they're doing something different now that they're much happier doing. But like where they've brought up where it's like it's not the artist's job to sell tickets. Like I can tell you right now, Lady Gaga doesn't have to worry about selling tickets.
0: No, of course not
1: which because they have people that do their job and that's the whole point is promoting. And, you know, that's why you've got celebrities that don't run their own pages and everything. And like we talked about, like you kind of have a producer in the, you know, to the left, helping you kind of run things because you're the talent and that's, you know, that's their job. Yep. And that's kind of why I made the jump to where I wanted to kind of get into podcasting too was because as you notice, I don't shut up. That's the, like, I was like, perfect. I could just kind of ramble and talk. And this is amazing. But also like, you know, the music industry is kind of like, it's funneling in the opposite direction. It should have been going, especially with the technological advances that we do have. And it's also like, you got just like these dudes kind of cashing in. Cause like I said, like with that Zappa interview, where those dudes that were like, they're now running the record labels and now kind of like, well, this is what sells. So this is what we're taking those same dudes that didn't make it to that level are the dudes booking shows at your little venues where they're like, I know what sells. I know what's going to do well. So I'm not going to like, I'm going to book you on a Wednesday. If you sell 50 tickets on a Wednesday, I'll book you for a weekend show, like whenever where it's like, that's, that's not really how like we're supposed to do things. And that and, like, support systems is just – that's a whole nother bag of cats for a different day of, like, what friends show up and what friends don't. And, like, I've realized at least if you want to know who your real friends are, do – like, put on a show and, like, see who shows up. And then you'll notice where it's like, oh, well, it's like, sorry, man. Like, I got caught up, like, cleaning around the house so you couldn't come out for a half hour. And it's, like – Then you kind of realize that you're like, wow, these people really, they don't give a shit about me at all, which comes back to that inherently selfish shit where it's like, oh, they'll post about being at this show for this band. And like, everyone's like, oh, dude, that show was so amazing. But like, where I had another show, I know I'm kind of talking about negative shit, um, but just kind of like,
0: dude, what the fuck? Dude, seriously, like your microphone just did it again. Hello? How weird. Is it, is it this? Is it still doing it? I can hear you, but now you sound staticky and underwater. About now? Nope. No? Nope. Is that any better? What's going on? Yeah, bizarre, dude. <laughs> Remember 120... Is it, is it still is it still underwater yeah yeah uh remember 123 so if you ever play this back go to 123 and you'll hear what i hear all right now you're muted it sounds like yep you're. yep what about now okay still underwater nope uh,
1: that's the built-in microphone
0: Don't hear you now. Nothing. Honestly, as good as that microphone is, I mean, maybe the built-in mic would be the way to go. Just for like the rest of... This is where people can go pee. (laughs) while we figure this out what about now yep you sound good
1: is it back to normal
0: yeah back to normal Uh, see see if i had that producer none of this would happen
1: okay you can hear me (laughs) yeah i hear you i don't know what's going on here because now i can't hear you hello Uh
0: uh-oh hello 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 Oh
1: my god, dude! We were doing so good. What is going on?
0: Oh no. Yeah, my audio level's good. I I Hello? see that. Hi, hi.
1: What the shit?
0: What the shit? <laughs> nope.
1: What's this thing is this gonna make a difference? Hello. So, if my audio is better, I think I just lost you. Hello?
0: Hi, hi, hello, hello. Here, hold on one second. Hello. Okay, so I took him out of the stream. I'm taking me out of the stream. And. Okay, now try.
1: Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, what the shit? We're doing so good. We're doing so good. Yeah, man. Um, well, I mean, I did spend fifty dollars on this microphone, so it kind of makes. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the music industry, in my in my opinion, it's just it's fucked. It's
0: you took it out of my mouth. I was gonna say it's fucked. Yeah,
1: yeah it's it's really it's really not great. Where like. I I've thought about trying to go back into being like the behind the scenes guy. Cause in my short amount of time at Full Sail, that's what I was going to school for. And so like, I have some knowledge of it, but then it's just like, I know the other politics that come along with it where I'm like, I don't like, that's just going to be even worse for me and my mental state. So that's, that's what I realized. Like I said, I was listening to like, I was listening to a bunch of podcasts And I was like, man, this is, like, that's what I want to do. Like, I don't want to be the next Joe Rogan. I want to be the first Tyler. But that's kind of, you know, and that was just kind of, like I said, the motivation and then the money, it just, it got wild trying to, like, that's why I have a $60 mic. Hello?
0: Yeah, dude, your thing did it again, so I was seeing if I could fix it, but talk. (laughs) Hello? Hello? Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, Can you unplug it and just try, like, just use your built in mic? Fuck it at this point. Okay. All right, hold on. Nope, I can't hear you. There you go. I hear you.
1: Hello.
0: Yep, I hear you. Okay. Can you hear me?
1: Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I'm using that microphone, so we'll I'll fix that shit later, <laughs> or, or I won't. I don't know. Um. But. Yeah, shit just got it just got too much, man, and like the podcasting is the next step. It's just kind of figuring it's finding that motivation to really push forward with it. Um especially now that like my body's given up like with my job cuz like my whole job relies on me uh making sure that like I'm restraining animals and stuff like that. And like the second I even try to use my left arm, the whole thing's just like Excruciating. So now it's like, I, you know, maybe it's the universe telling me, like, hey, man, time to do something different. Or it's just my body giving up because I just have been treating myself like shit. Um, cause that's, that's what happened with the music with my hands is like I was just constantly using them playing guitar. Where like maybe six months after I stopped and I stopped playing guitar as much, my hands just started to hurt all the time. It was like, fuck, it just kind of all caught up. Um, so this is hopefully next step is getting this is noise up and running, you know, to be the first Tyler and not the next Joe Rogan, because Joe yeah. Rogan is Joe Rogan.
0: Yep, yep. Um
1: <sighs> But you know, it's just it's trying to trying to get shit going.
0: How do you but, feel about how do you feel about like those singing shows, those singing competition shows? The voice. America's got talent.
1: <laughs> See, I actually I like them because it does actually take people who are talented and even the people who like, I don't like the whole negative shit. Like when like that whole thing where Simon called like some kid, a Bush baby, like 10 years ago, like you don't need to fucking come at people like that. That was obviously for TV. That was to make, keep you interested. But I do like the fact of like the, you know, some 15 year old girl who sings in her room and like, doesn't know what she wants to do can jump on that show, go do that. And then at least the world sees her. What I don't like after that is like, like I said, it's like, it's the politics of having your own, like being the the, the studio exec and being in the record label where it's like, okay, you were really good on this show. So we're going to give you an album deal. But then like with a lot of things like that is those album deals after that. Or like, who were the two I think it was like Clay Aiken and Ruben something? Stuttered. Yeah. That talented, talented guys. Absolutely pipes that can I can't even compare to. That I can tell you exactly what happened with that. Is they got you know, they were the runner up or the winner or whatever the hell they were. They got their deal. They got into the studio, and then the studio goes, Okay, you're gonna record these songs that and there's nothing wrong with ghostwriters and having somebody else write write a song that comes out amazing and have somebody else perform it yeah but and then they, they're like you're going to do this and then they put out their one album and that album flops and then the label goes okay well that was shit so you're done and then they become these ghosts of like of like american idol past and like the voice where like that's the big thing especially with the labels nowadays And like I said, is like, they don't take chances anymore where that, which is another huge thing too is I don't, I don't have enough research to really name too many examples, but I know for a fact, like at least Lady Gaga as the example, because I have one of her uh, like learn like guitar books or something. (laughs) So like, which gives like the song credits on it is she's at least involved. In every one of her songs, somebody else could have written a big majority of it, but those and those people are credited unless they're ghostwriters generally don't get too much credit, I don't think, but is she, like, at least she's involved. And then you get artists that have never written their own music. And if they do, those are the shit songs on the album, those are the albums that you go, man, these songs are really great, because they were on the radio. Because somebody else wrote them. But then you let that person write their own thing and you're like, wow, that song really wasn't good. It's like, well, that's the one that was really them. Cause I know that's a whole Britney Spears fiasco too, is like what control you have and what you can actually put out. And it goes well beyond like her dad, the labels, everything like that. Taylor Swift just went through that shit. I think she just announced she's really re-releasing like her first couple of records, recorded the way she wanted to record them. And the songs that didn't make the cut, because that's that's what labels do is they'll sit there and they'll take like, you'll you'll go in with like 20 demos and then they'll go, OK, these 12 are what's going to go on the album. And then you fight back and forth to get certain songs on the album. And like the like I said, the, like the politics of it and it comes down to, you know, because the, all they're worried about is what sells is getting paid and making their money back. There was a whole documentary with Thirty Seconds to Mars, I think, years ago, where, um, like they owed the label money. By the time they went to release their second record, and the label was like, "No, you can't! Like, we're not releasing it because you have to pay us back for all of this." Because when when you get signed to a label, when you sign your contract, it sounds awesome, right? Like, let's just say you get a million dollar deal. So as a part of that deal in, inside the contract it says that the label will pay X amount for merch X amount for your gear for your touring expenses and everything like that and also studio recording and then because I think I think we still do physical copies of things now even though streaming is a huge thing where like your physical copies like which probably gets lumped into the merch so if you look at what you get for your signing bonus compared to what the label's going to shell out, you end up in the negative and labels just keep like, I'm sure that has goes even further into big corporate greed and bullshit with it like that. But like, then you owe, end up owing the label money and then they can sit there because a lot of labels too, they own your rights. They own the rights to the music, which then, like, it comes to a point, I think um, a day to remember had to deal with it, too. But Victory Records is a piece of shit record label that, like, same thing. They're like, no, you can't release this record. And they went back and forth in court to, like, release the record. And I think the big thing is forgetting, because, like, even going from government to music, and musicians, no matter what it is even like something as small as like I've talked about the jobs where your boss treats you like shit. It's like, just remember without us, you don't exist because like if the musicians just stop showing up or if like everybody stops showing up, like say your boss is a dick to everybody and everybody doesn't show up tomorrow, their job's not getting done. And what are you going to do? Fire everybody and then shut down the place? No, you can't. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that when it comes to music too is like if you just stopped feeding into like if the diy scene had more pull but they don't have more pull because they don't have enough money and the labels are sitting on boatloads of cash so they have the control because they have the money so then people are still trying to like oh i'm gonna go be a big rock star and everything like that like my favorite example as far as musicians go hopefully this dude likes the music he puts out but post malone i've watched his videos of him backstage singing the pop punk songs that i listen to shit like that and the dude can sing the dude has talent like amazing amounts of talent
0: yeah have please tell me you heard him and uh it's called take what you want or something with uh, ozzy osbourne
1: yes where that was that thing was also fucking hilarious where people were like, oh, like, good job for Posty to put out like Ozzy Osbourne. It's like, uh, what? <laughs> but that's that's a whole Gen Z thing that yeah. I, I won't get into. But like, hopefully that's that's kind of I hope that's what happened is that like he does like put out the music he puts out because the dude's got mass amounts of talent that. I don't think is wasted on what he's doing, but like my, my whole thing when I like when I hear his stuff, it's like I hope this guy likes what he does. Cause if he doesn't like they're just taking advantage of this dude with face tattoos that can actually do like he's an actual musician. He's an actual like yeah. talented guy. The dude can play guitar, you know, I hope he writes his own stuff. But then you've got artists that just like, I know that was a huge thing, I think, with Miley Cyrus too, is that, you know, she is, she's pumping out the Disney jams and then she's pumping out what the label wants and then said, fuck it, and put out Bangers. And I, to this day, will stand by that Bangers is one of the best albums I've ever heard. And then everybody lost their minds. They were like, oh my God, like, what what is she doing? Like, what, like, what is she putting out? It's like, wow, that's what she wanted to put out. And you guys are going to give her shit? You know, and that's that's the sad truth of being in the music world. And especially now, it's, it's just going to get harder and harder to be something, you know, especially if you're not in, like, the top 40 pop kind of, even, like, hip-hop rap kind of genre, which has nothing to do with anything except for the fact that that's what's selling. So the labels are going to take that. And then it's just going to shit on other musicians and what I'm hoping is like machine gun Kelly Kelly just released his, his last record was all pop punk. That was all like, that was a record I would have written, you know, like, and what I, you know, my takeaway from that is God, I hope that kids hear this and then go, you know what? I want to be like that. Cause not only is this dude rap and do his thing, but this dude also admits like, man, I like fucking punk rock. Like, he is punk rock. That's that's kind of his whole thing. And it inspires kids to kind of go back into being that because a lot of people want to be mumble rappers and stuff <laughs> and shit like that where, like, I can't. I can't get into that stuff. Like, I mean, maybe that's just because I'm old as shit. And, like, I grew up listening to Nas and Z. <laughs> so hearing people not articulate their words is a little weird to me. But... <laughs> But, you know, like, like I said, like what Machine Gun Kelly did, like I listened to this record and I was like, shit, that's like, that's a record I wanted to write when I was like 15. And this dude did it. And I think, I think him and I are the same age too. I think he just turned 30, which is wild where like how different that branched out where like Tyler's picking up dog shit, struggling in New Jersey. And that dude like just kind of blew up. And we're the same age, man. Like, we both, like, we both, sm- like, just did fucked up shit in high school. Like, oh you know, same kind of shit, same direction. And then, like, this dude made it and I didn't, which is absolutely okay. Because at least for me, I think one because I played a couple shows at a state where I just played in New York. Like, and that's just a train ride away from where I was living where, like – I don't think I would have been happy. I would have absolutely by like record two probably been like I don't want to do this shit anymore. Um, so hopefully somebody else finds some joy out of being that person.
0: Dude, do you ever? Because I know you know him. Do you, like, do you ever think about what would have happened if you and Jeff McDevitt had like collaborated?
1: So it's funny because Jeff actually filled on filled it on guitar with me for one of my bands in New Jersey oh, there years you go. ago. And that was also like, that was a weird time too, where it just happened to work out where the way, with the way my bands always worked was I came in, you know, I wrote the songs, I wrote lyrics, you know, I'm not the best vocalist, you know, I don't know if you remember, but I do. I remember walking into choir class and seeing all you guys and seeing like people like marshawn who proper and like vince who looked like the cool guy and like the rest of you guys and i walked in wearing a rage against the machine hoodie smelling of cigarettes like with just like longer hair and i was like man i don't i don't fit in with this shit at all and
0: but you did it dude
1: and that that's one of the things like i i you mason um I don't know if you remember Meredith McMillan. I still talk to her periodically where like I some good shit came and good people came out of going into that. And, you know, so like, and Jeff was one of those people. I remember seeing something. I don't remember if we were friends on Facebook or it was an Instagram thing where I saw he was in New Jersey and I was like, dude because what, what I was hoping to gain from that was not only someone to fill in on guitar, because I always kind of... Like, I always came in and wrote the songs, and what kind of happened with my bands was it was kind of just a different band name, but, like, the same songs for a while, because I couldn't get a lineup set in stone. And at that point, the band was called Count Me In, and we were playing... Um, some are there was an arcade that had a venue like on the left side had like go-karts and everything. Then you went to the right and there was a venue there and we were playing this show. I had played there once before in a battle of the bands and I just, I needed a second guitarist. Cause some of my songs that just, even though my like punk rock and you get a lot of punk rock stuff that like has one guitar, I always wrote my stuff with two guitar parts and some songs just didn't sound okay without that second guitar part. And I remember reaching out to him. I think we had a couple practices and the show actually, he did great. He And he openly admitted to like not knowing <laughs> the songs completely because I think we had like maybe one or two practices and like we just had to make it work because I think he was also like staying an hour away from where we were at. And I was kind of hoping too because I know he does his own kind of, I want to say it's jam bandy kind of genre of music where I was hoping that like, cool, this will hopefully, cause I didn't know how long he was going to be in New Jersey to help him branch out. Cause I'm just a social butterfly. So I know tons of people. I could just never get them to come to my shows <laughs> and it like the show went great. And then I don't even remember like what I think, I don't know if he came back here, Um but I know he was playing, I want to say, cause I don't remember everybody's names. I also don't think I ever actually socialized with this gentleman. Want to say his name was Sebastian.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Where I think, I don't know if he's still doing it, but he was doing something with him for a while where like genre wise, it was just completely different where at that point with, you know, for me, I would like, I listened to like the top 40 stuff for what I could take covers of, or it's like, cool, let's do a cover of this song. That's huge on the radio and make it punk rock. And that's what we're going to do with that and so like at that point i was like now like i do my genre and that's really it where then as i got older i got more interested in like oh what i mean i wonder how things would be if i did something ambient or something like that where i don't even know what he's doing now do you know is he doing who like uh jeff yeah he
0: he still does he still does music but he's like he just kind of Is hopping around you know he doesn't have like a as far as i understand he doesn't have a a designated spot anymore he just kind of goes you know good for him i think that's when i had him on the podcast he was in new york or like right across from new york good for him yeah
1: yeah I i think even then like you know now that i'm talking with you about it and talking about like my musical endeavors i think even if i linked up with him and we tried to do something musical i still think that like I say, like being a universe guy, like it kind of like, it's like those save points in a video game. Like that, that point, I was still going to get to this point of just, I'm not happy. This is, you know, I'm putting in all this work. And I, one of my friends, my best friend put it to me be the best one day. He was like, you've sunk so much time and energy into this. You feel you should be farther than you are. And whether it's true or not, you're not going to get past that. And it, you're just going to be unhappy. And that was kind of where everything kind of clicked. And he told me that actually, right before he got trashed and then dropped his phone in the toilet at my last show, cause like it was hard to get like my best friend because he worked he worked nights most of the time. He worked till like ten o'clock at night. Most of the time, like the latest I think I'd play was like I'd get like a nine o'clock slot or something like that. So it was hard to get my best friend to come out to shows. and he was able to come out to that last one. and he just got hammered, and that was like, like he, like he was the only one that knew. I told him like on the way I drove him to the show. It was like I'm, I'm done tonight. Like this is, this is my last show. Um, I did do one acoustic show after that for my friends in Clementine, um, because I just I had to. I love those dudes. Um, and so I did. I had done that, but as far as like full band stuff goes, I'm really trying to like I'm gonna be a musician. I'm gonna be a rock star. Like that that show was my last show. And like I said, like we're driving back to where his car is. It's like an hour and a half away and like in the car and he's just like drunk enough where he just that was the like that was the gem he threw at me. He was like, man, he was like, you're you should feel like you should have been farther and you're not. So you're just even if you got a little bit farther, you're still going to be unhappy because you're not where you feel you should be, whether you should be there or not. And I was like, shit. I was like, this drunk motherfucker who just dropped his phone in the toilet just looked at me and was like, here's your sage-like advice. By the way, what bar are we going to next?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and so like, at least as far as the music goes, I feel like I did. I kind of played out that story in my life and just kind of got to the end of it. And like, I miss playing and I miss writing some stuff where like, I'm hoping that maybe one day I will, I'll go to Guitar Center, go buy a guitar or something and maybe like record some demos, write some stuff.
0: Yeah, pick it back but, up.
1: But until I get there, it's, you know, like I said, cause it's November. I was like, all right, cool. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go pick up an acoustic and just dowel and just kind of play just to bring some joy into my life. And like I said, I picked up the guitar and I just I felt nothing. And I was like, man, that and that was probably one of the most depressing moments of my life was like picking up this thing that I just put so much time and effort into to then just be like, wow, I don't I'm not happy doing this right now. And I'm not even doing it to be something with it. I'm just doing it for my happiness. And I got nothing out of it. Um, And like I said, that's kind of like I'm in that weird in between, man, where it's like, all right, I want to do something. But now it's kind of finding out what it is. And like I said, I think podcasting is going to be the next thing for me. Yeah if I could just get that motivation. And obviously now I gotta figure out why the fuck my mic's acting the way it does. But maybe if I get that mix board that I saw in your picture yeah, and connect it to that, maybe it'll run a little bit smoother, but. Yeah,
0: it's literally right here.
1: <laughs> and it's, yeah, you know, and that that's always been a huge thing too, is I've always, I've never done, like I'm a, I'm a bad person financially, but it's not so much that like, I just keep buying dumb shit. It's more so that, like, for years, that's what I was doing. It was, like, I would get paid. It's, like, sure, my phone bill's due, but I have a show on Friday. So I have to go get my strings and everything like that and, like, made the sacrifices of the real-life shit where, like, if my insurance was due, it was, like, I don't fucking care. I have to, you know, I got to make sure I have gear for this show and I have to get to practice. And I just kind of kept doing that where now I'm kind of back at that square one and, like, trying to do the podcasting thing where it's, like, okay – that's why I use the iPad because Sprint pulled one over on me and I got fucking it was like some iPad deal. It was like your iPad's gonna cost a hundred dollars, and I was like, that's dope, but that's not really what it was. So that's what the I, I use the iPad for. That I have a little fucking I bought this dinky little adapter here so I can plug that into the iPad and then record straight to Anchor and. So it's just slowly kind of getting that gear and I know I don't need to have like the most expensive shit and like the best quality shit. It's just kind of getting that stuff so I can record because I know that's just another that's another thousands of dollars that right now I don't have. And like I'm supposed to get my Biden bucks on Wednesday, but like I got to go to the doctor the same day. (laughs) So like I got to take care of some other shit with that. But you know, it should kind of, and like I said, my big thing too is feeding off someone else. If I was doing this podcast without talking to you right now, about 20 minutes in the whole thing would have fallen off. I would have never come back full circle on anything. And then by the end of it, I'm like, thanks. Check it. Check out the old episodes. Okay. Bye. And like, you know, so it's kind of finding, you know, I think that's why, because, um, I'll tell you a quick fun story and on new year's one year I was having a bad time and
0: I think we're on to number four or five here.
1: Cigarette wise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I want to say five, but Hey, listen, like I said, I went to the doctor's finally for this shoulder thing three weeks ago. Right. And I told the doctor I smoked, see when I get in shit like this. I'll chain smoke, but like I'm off today. If we weren't doing this, I probably have like two or three throughout the whole day. It's once I kind of get in this mode of like, because we're because we're hanging out, even though it's through a computer screen, we're hanging out right now. Yeah, hey. I just like it's, and like I have to have something in my hand, kind of thing. Have you ever but, like have
0: like have you ever tried the substitutes vaping e e cigs?
1: I did, and the problem I had with that is I would treat them like like a real cigarette, like I would go outside and smoke them. And like, so that way I'm not chiefing them in the house. Cause I've watched, you know, that's what my friends all do is they'll all sit there. Like we'd be sitting there watching TV and they're just hitting their, you know, their jewels and their vape pens and everything in the house. I'm like, that kind of defeats the purpose. Cause now short, sure, maybe a different nicotine content, but now you're still smoking just as much, if not more than me smoking cigarettes. And, like, if it's raining outside or something like that, it sucks here, like, at my mom's because, like, she's got this sectioned off the area so I could just sit and smoke, which is a problem. But, like, when I lived in Jersey, living in the apartments and everything, I would have to go outside. So if it snowed or if it was pouring rain or something like that, I just wouldn't go smoke. So I did use, like, an e-cigarette for a while. And then there was one day I was sitting in the apartment and then I just hit it. Without even like, my brain didn't even process the two. Like I didn't even get up to go outside. And then it just went downhill from there. It was like, screw that. I'm just going to go back to smoking cigarettes because I'm not going to spend $50 on pods that I'm going to blow through because I'm sitting in the house where I can make a pack of cigarettes on a good week, last me a week and a half. You know, it's, it kind of depends on me, but doctor said my lungs were good. No concerns for COVID and For someone of my lifestyle i don't have diabetes which that's a win like my bones are shit but that's a win for me um because i definitely thought i did because i haven't been to the doctor since like 2012. (laughs) so i was like cool that's a win um but as far as like like i definitely feel like i need to have like a co-host or something with me like like i think i need to have kind of like uh like a tom segura burt kreischer kind of podcast or even like the your mom's house podcast like i need to have somebody else kind of there yeah to to build off of and i just like i said talking to you now like all of these things are just shattering in my head where i'm like oh i think i know why where there was one new year's i went you know i'm i'm having a bad time i'm bummed out over a girl so I go out with my best friend and my buddy DJ Joe and we go out and we're just three single dudes going to the bar. It's the same bar we always go, go to. I put on a suit. <laughs> like I was like, you know what? I'm going hard on the fucking paint tonight. I don't know what happened, but maybe about 45 minutes in. Cause also I don't, dr- I still drink, but not as much. Cause I used to like powerhouse drinks. And then I did one sober summer to try and lose weight because i thought maybe like all right i know my diet's the problem but maybe also because i'm drinking a lot i'm going out a lot the drinking might be a problem after that sober summer and i got back to i was like all right cool let's go out for a drink nothing tasted the same so i was like i don't i don't fucking like doing this anymore Mm -hmm. um but we go out this night and like 45 minutes in drank way too much too fast and i don't know what happened but i was just kind of like like johnny depp in pirates of the caribbean kind of twitchy where like i'm just kind of looking around like my hands are moving and my friends can't figure out what's going on and at one point i was like hold on i just disappeared and i came back with like six very attractive women left them with my friends and i was like all right well like this is jared this is joe and then i would just disappear so both of them are kind of like a little bit socially awkward so I was kind of like that buffer <laughs> to, like, be the entertainment of that evening. And so, like, at least at that point, because this was years ago, is, like, so they'd try to talk to these girls, and then they weren't interested. They would walk away, whatever. But, like, clockwork, I would just come back with, like, more women <laughs> and then just keep disappearing and just leaving and coming back. I don't know what happened and I think that's just like like I said being like I know I'm an entertainer like I'm a I'm more of a people person and that's why like my pod I get so defeated over the podcast is because you gotta you gotta put me in with somebody and because if you don't it's just like I'm not fun (laughs) maybe but where like that's just kind of how because if it were up to me I'd love to get paid to just sit on my ass and do nothing or just stand on the corner and just insult people just for no reason. Like that's just kind of, that's kind of my talents at this point, but you know, it's that's just kind of how it's always been. Cause a lot of my friends are more introverted where I am to an extent, but I'm also like, like I said, you put me in a social setting, and I'm like I'll make sure I have fun, even if I don't want to be there. I'll have fun, because that's just one. It comes back to what we talked about an hour ago about working. Like you, just, you make jokes to get through it, because yeah. if you, if you hate your job so much, you're just it's going to be just toxic. So that's just kind of where where I figured out where it's like, all right, I need to have somebody else on there, and. Cause now I feel like like I've tried it, like I've done the few episodes by myself, and I'm like, okay, I don't think this is, this is working. This like yeah. isn't this isn't gonna work for me. I want to say there's like, I think Anchor said I've made fifty cents over four episodes, <laughs> so uh, I think I, like my average listeners is like maybe four, maybe less than that, which is which is awesome for me though. Even with episodes, I haven't released an episode in months is awesome for that's four people and we, that have decided to like listen and that's the silver lining of that
0: well what's the name but, of uh what's the name of the podcast
1: this is noise
0: this is noise let me uh, yes because i have spotify pulled up so it should be on spotify this yes is noise and then we go to podcasts see all this is noise, and then like three X's, and it says podcast. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, which was another thing. I did the artwork for that. Like, I used a little app on my phone, but like, I did like multiple different logos for it. And I'm not a graphic designer. Um, I anyway, said, so I'm using a cracked out fucking MacBook from 2010. I've got the iPad. I use my phone because like I paid for the 10, like the iPhone 10, whatever, with the better camera, like, because I paid for the better camera instead of the battery. So, like, I record a few episodes and put them on YouTube. And, like I said, that just became because my MacBook's so old, it doesn't update any further. So, I can't use iMovie anymore. <laughs> so, I can't just like upload it to iMovie. And then, so it's got to like, I got to email it to myself, <coughs> open up the email on the iPad, because the iPad's one of the newer ones, use iMovie on there. But then because of how big it gets, because I normally do about I was doing about an hour for each podcast. Yeah. And I'm gonna because like the file was so big, it would like bounce down to YouTube from iMovie. So then I would have to save it to the iPad. Yeah, bounce it back to like my computer and then upload it from my computer. And it was just like this was like a fifteen hour fiasco of just like getting it on YouTube just to try and get it. In multiple places and just make sure that it's, it's not just on what, you know, uh, what's it called? What anchor will put out, but also at the same time, I think it's also, I think there was a few others I had to, let me see, I'm going to pull up the app because I can't remember the name. I think like Stitcher was one of them. Oh, it wants me to re-log in. I'm not doing that right now. But, (laughs) um, where like a, a few friends had brought up like, oh, are you on this, like on this platform? And because I don't know if you use a hosting site, but I guess Anchor kind of acts as the hosting site right now. Um, Because I was going to use Podbean for a little bit, but I couldn't figure out how to get the free one to work. I was like, I have no idea how (laughs) this shit works, which comes back to like, you need somebody else. (laughs) Like you need a producer to do that. Because I'm staring at this screen. I'm like, I have no clue. And then because the government's always listening to my phone, it popped up with like Anchor one day it was like you want to start your own podcast I was like i sure do phone thank yeah, you thanks go <laughs> yeah, like started using that and it, it's fun because it really is easier to use um yeah. i think the other big thing about podcasting too at least with the research i've done is i'm not sure if you have sponsors and everything um but i had like spent a week or so like researching like how do you get like the sponsors because like casper mattresses every fucking podcast i've listened to they've like they've got them sponsored I'm like dude send me a mattress and like i'll talk, <laughs> talk the shit up out of your mattress let's do this and I had to look that up where that was the difference between podcasting and in that entertainment side of the industry and being a musician where it's like being a musician you have to get noticed i realized being like in podcasting after doing some research is you can actually through like these websites, like the hosting sites, email like sponsors. And then like, if you have a, like, if you have a consistent following and everything like that, they'll take a shot on you and let you down. Know. Like, wow, that's, that's how the music industry should be. <laughs> like, that's amazing. Where coming back to like, like I said, I'm getting the shit kicked out of me doing my real job and I'm a big dude. I'm five foot 11, 300 pounds right now most places are going to hire me to lift heavy shit. where like, that's the problem I'm having with my shoulders, like lifting heavy shit's the problem. And where like with when it comes to that, so it's like, man, I could actually, I could do this. I could be entertaining for an hour. And then actually, I think it was talking to you. Cause when we were scheduling this with like how you schedule your guests and what, how many episodes you do and everything like that, where I was like, Oh my God, you're doing like, you're doing like what, like four episodes a week. And then are you like, and then you're, you're popping them out. My like, Jesus, that, that's what I got to do. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's the way to do it. Where like, I was doing like six it was by myself. I was doing one episode, like Sunday, I would like do the episode, release it on Monday, you know? And yeah, see, like that is. Go ahead.
0: The, the thing with the thing with that is, and there's a lot of things in my head going on that, that, that I want to, want to share i also want to play just a snippet of one of these episodes i just want to hear because i dude i didn't know you you had it and keep this like because i like that like that name i this is noise um but like dude i i remember starting when i started my my shit i was holding my phone i was using my cell phone microphone that's what i was using and um it's you know it's the evolution so you keep all that stuff right so when you look back on it it's you you really can see the journey the whole entire journey and it's beautiful that way in terms of consistency and everything one of the things that's really helped me is you know you, you try to reach out to people you know aka you Jeff McDevitt Mason Bowman all these people that you know we know collectively but that aren't necessarily prolific but also reach out to prolific people and that have followings. And because, dude, I mean, you, it's like you go out into the ocean and you just toss a net and you you catch shit. And if you're like me, I'm just endlessly curious about everybody. So I could talk to them. And then the best thing is they share it. And that's what it is. It's all about, you know, the word of mouth, especially when it comes to, you know, a podcast that isn't on a network because there's podcast networks that, you know, I guess are like a label in a way. Yeah and they'll and then they'll kind of get your shit out there for you um see this this podcast is like an indie i guess is how we would describe it yeah so i really have to rely on the guests i get on spreading it as well because that's really how i get the momentum going um but you know that's where it really boils down to and the consistency is definitely i mean i mean that's just a proven fact if your you know your listeners know not that i because i don't have a schedule i'm that's one of the reasons why I was able to do what I was doing for so long is because it didn't feel like a job. It just felt like, all right, I feel like releasing an episode now, and I'm going to release it here. Like, I don't have it in my description. New episodes every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. <coughs> to me, that puts pressure on me, and I don't like that, and that's a job. That's what a job is. So I did that, and you just you just pump them out, and that's you know consistency is one of the best ways to to keep people engaged but enough about this this is noise episode three this is florida man (laughs) what do we got here let's listen
1: oh yeah i recorded my own intro too fuck yeah dude and that was me bored like early pandemic just messing around with uh with GarageBand and like I don't even have like a keyboard keyboard like I was using the typing keyboard on GarageBand and this is what it came up with all right hello guys and dolls Ooh. welcome to another episode of this is noise podcast I am your host with the most anxiety Tyler so it's gonna be a shorter episode this week a lot going on uh, one fact it wasn't. Hopefully, I can get back to work to doing my uh, doing my real real job stuff. I just realized I don't have ears in right now, but whatever. So,
0: okay. Now, are you fucking around with like effects? Because why is there like such an echo in there? So, I actually, I really dig it. That like that's what when, I'm saying. Um,
1: what I did was is because like this from the musical background is I took the so I take the audio right. And I'm actually pretty sure that, like, with that episode is my mic is directly into the computer to my left. I have the iPad to my right so I could, like, pull shit up if I wanted to. And my phone is recording me. So what I actually was doing was I would take the audio, send it over to GarageBand, and I would actually mix and master it. And I'm not great at it like I would just kind of Google like what frequencies worked for just kind of like for, for talk. And that was one of them. That was one of the settings that worked that I like, I did somebody else. It was like a quick, like here's what, you know, here's what you do with your podcast. Like one of those Buzzfeed step-by-step like pages. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the frequency I used. And, Cause when, cause when I'm talking and that's, that's how we do, like when I record music too, that's how it used to be done was I would hear the clean. So I would like, I, I would throw effects on it. So like if I did like a scratch track of guitar or something, that's not how the guitar actually sounded. And the way it goes in is all clean. So you've got all of my bumps and like you can hear the outside noises and everything like that. Um, like, on the first episode, I used a different microphone that I borrowed from somebody else with no headphones, no um, no real, like, setup that worked really well. Like, it was just the mic straight into um, the Anchor app on the iPad. And, like, every time, like, the guy I was talking to, uh, Alex Fabio, who's in a band called America Part 2 back in New Jersey, like, he would, like, bump on the table – And, like, it was clear as day. Like, it came through. So when I started doing the future episodes, well, the couple episodes after that, when I got to Florida, I was messing around with, like, mixing and mastering it. Because I have a feeling that episode two has a different kind of tone to it. Because each episode I was kind of messing around with things. And, like I said, with the video processing of trying to make sure it was on YouTube, that, like, I'm doing that while doing the audio. So while I'm trying to clip the audio and take out dead space and put, you know, put the breaks in between, like Anchor's got the whole thing where you do a little sponsored Anchor ad and stuff like that, where I was trying to cut and chop that. So when it comes back to me through the headphones, it actually sounds clean because I don't have speakers or anything to play it through. So that's actually the first time I'm kind of hearing it where I'm hearing how much. So that's described as that's being a little wet. (laughs) and all it is is just reverb so what I would have to do is just kind of tone down that reverb a little bit so it'll sit flush and there's no real echo but that's what that is
0: (laughs) dang I really like it hold on I just want to keep listening to a little bit more of it
1: I had an interview at a humane society last week um working interview I interviewed for vet technician and uh they asked me if I knew how to do any surgery stuff, and... I don't. Well, I didn't. <laughs> and they kind of just threw me into it. I guess I should really premise these episodes off with, like... This episode is... October... 19th? I believe? Yes. October 19th is gonna be, uh, the air date of this episode. Um, episode trace. Um... <laughs> this is Florida Man. But... Uh, so, anyway, back to what I was saying about uh, job interview stuff.
0: I love also how you can hear, like, the like the bugs in the background. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, like I said, because I'm, like, I'm still messing with things. So, having, it, like I said, I'm in, like, this sectioned off porch area of, because that's just, like, my you know, my mom's got a table out here. Obviously, I can chain smoke like an animal. And, like, I've got, like, my MacBook charging cable because my battery on this thing is shit is like coming through the sliding door so and then i'm gonna have the windows open because i'm chain smoking like a fiend so that way it all filters out and not back into the house so and that's what i was doing i was i was doing them at night like when i got home like i would just sit there and like make dinner and like get everything set up while stuff was cooking and then i'm just sitting outside just kind of vibing just kind of like if I think there's a couple videos up. I don't know if there's videos for all three episodes, but at least in like the ones i have gotten down here, like I set up like my candles, I've got like an incense going I like just sit and like smoke my cigarettes and drink my drink. And it was a nice, like kind of relaxing thing, but you can kind of hear in this one, like I'm kind of like, it's choppy. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Like what do you know? I'm talking about just kind of what I'm doing in a daily life, which is there's nothing wrong with it. But like I said, that gets to a point where I'm like, all right, what do I talk about now? Because like, like, as you can hear, that was October. It's what, March? So I haven't done an episode since then because I just haven't found – like I lost motivation after that because I was like, what the fuck do I talk about next week? I was like, I don't fucking know. know, And then kind of like – it wasn't until actually I remembered – because actually it's funny because not only are you a cool dude that I'm like real – weird about me like i don't want to meet new people i'm like i know who i need to know (laughs) so i'm like oh dude let me look up eddie because i remember you having like a movie podcast
0: yeah yeah and
1: i'm like holy shit i gotta hit up eddie because we could just fucking talk movies because that's all i fucking do now (laughs) is just watch movies yep and then finally got a hold of you know when i finally looked you up and everything so you got like three podcasts going you've got your walking dead one yeah And, and i was like shit I was like, this is gotta like he's gonna be my mentor on this. He's gotta be because like he knows what the fuck he's doing. And I was just looking to like see if you wanted to get a beer or something. And you were like, let's catch up, be on the podcast. It was like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, I know I'm all for like beers and shit. Like I love drinking. But yeah, uh, yeah, the so the Walking Dead one, I, I have a co-host with, and uh, it's really cool. It 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 definitely is, man. Like that was what that's what got me back into doing this. So it is like you this seriously, like, I hope is going to be the thing that is like, it it lights your match, and it's because that's what it was for me. I I stopped doing one oh one, and then I started this Walking Dead thing because I love it so much, and I had a co-host, and it is, it, you know, her name is Haley, and and we do it in person. It's not it's not virtual. There's nothing wrong with virtual, but you really can't beat in person. I mean, like, there's just yeah. a whole other vibe. So having recorded. The whole first season of the show in in accordance with the first season of The Walking Dead by the end of that I was like yeah I'm I I miss it like I miss doing my podcast so but I did that I did Terminator 101 I you know I I, I talked to so many people I talked to the co-writer of Terminator 2 I talked to Michael Bean who played Kyle Reese I talked to so many people from the new one that was coming out at the time uh, Arnold stunt double I've talked to and you know, that's the thing. It's like I I talked to them and then they did the thing that was what you do when you guest somewhere they promote it on their social media. And uh, I didn't change any links. I didn't change any URLs or anything when I switched it from Terminator to Eddie Green's 101. That way there was a consistency. People weren't, you know, um, getting lost from an old link or something. Um, so it's all the Terminator episodes are still available and I'm so proud of that 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 particular podcast. And yeah, it's just, I don't know, man, you and I are creative people because I always did. I always did theater in high school slash choir, but that was really more just so I could hang out with, uh, you know, friends, particularly Boyd. Um, and uh, but, you know, theater got me through high school. And then once I graduated, uh, got into magic. And that was my next venture. That was my next creative outlet until that became similar to you, the guitar and the, and the music thing. Uh, I, I still pick up a deck of cards from time to time. Like I literally have it right over here. Like I have a deck of cards always near me because it's just, you know, something that I like to fidget with and it, it, it still brings me joy. It still brings me plus let's get some ASMR going here. There you go. Um, It's just, it's something that brings me joy, but now I don't do magic as a profession anymore. Um, So it's always about finding that next thing, you know? And I don't know about you personally, but me, it's always like, I feel like I'm just following what everyone else is doing, you know? So like when I started podcasting, it was like, there's like a shit ton of podcasts. Like, it's almost like a joke at this point. Like, I have a podcast. Oh, you have a podcast? So do I. But it's, you know, this is like my passion project, man. Like when I die, hopefully this is what they play at my, play at my funeral. They like, they play excerpts from this shit. Someone makes a collage, like a big kind of mem- memorial of audio, you know, cause it's, it's cool. So I hope, uh, I hope this, this, this is noise. I just had a little stroke there. I hope this is noise. Seriously is don't, don't change the title. I like that. And I like the, no,
1: it's, it's sticking. And that was actually, I got that from, I got that from because being the punk rock guy, I was listening to uh rise against one day and they have like a, this is Noise EP. And I like, had to make sure to look it looked up like no copyrights, nothing weird, but one of their records starts off where like the drums kind of just, you know, the snare drums just go in. And it sounds like they're in like a subway or something and you're hearing the trains go by and then you just hear the voice over the loudspeaker just goes this is noise and it kicks into the song and i was like that's the coolest fucking thing ever so i was going back and forth so if you can see on Streamyard here so i put it s for your name so i put my name as alert as which has kind of become my stage name so to speak yeah i like it is um which was you know at one of my jobs i you know, cause I've been doing the animal care stuff for so long. So like I have knowledge of it. I'm good at what I do. And it's not even trying to be cocky. It's just, you know, I've that's what I've been doing for 11 years now. And there was, um, there was a girl I work with, I worked with that I became real good friends with that every time we would get, like, we would always hire in threes and it would always be people with, like zero experience. And this job was just pet sitting in like a groomer. It wasn't even anything like what I do with the vet or like working in the shelter. It was actually like top tier. Like that's the kind of job you want in animal care is you literally just get to hang out with people's pets all day. And, but every time we would hire people and it's the same with every animal care place, which I'm sure it's the same with every normal day job, nine to five kind of thing is people come in and they're like, Oh, I want to be a groomer. It's like, all right, cool. You gotta work, make sure that you do well walking dogs and bathing first, and then like we'll talk about training you to groom and everything like that. And people would just kind of like after a few weeks, would just be like, no, I'm not moving fast enough. So they'd leave. So I got to a point because I'm also just becoming an asshole in my old age. Is um like if people came in, I would give them all nicknames. So I wouldn't have to learn their real name. <laughs> so the girl I was working with at one point, she was like, "We need to give you a new, like, we need to give you a nickname." And I'm very adamant about like, I don't really like being called Ty unless it's by like my mom or dad, because like that's just kind of one of those things where like my full fo- like you can call me Tyler. That's that's a fine thing, you know, but it's like those people that have like their name shortened. Like I'm sure you would, you're not thrilled if anybody calls you Edward so <laughs>
0: particularly ed I hate yeah it's
1: what it's it's one of those things I like hate that's ed. you you're just like uh don't do that so and she understood that i was like yeah unless i came out of your womb don't call me ty and now at 30 i realize if you're over the age of 50 or you're my parents <laughs> you can call me ty because yeah. there's nothing i can do about that at yeah, that point yeah. point. and she had turned and looked at me she's like what about work and i was like what the fuck are you talking about and she was like the, the last half of your name instead of Ty, why don't we call you Lur? And for a while I hated it. I was like, I fucking hate this thing. And then as time like progressed on, where it started is just like my Instagram handle. Where like at one point it was Pee-Wee Lerman. Um like my Snapchat's Alerticus <laughs> Maximus, which is like my gladiator name.
0: Pee-wee Lerman.
1: Just, <laughs> where it just kind of it just kind of kept going. And where now like my Instagram handle is this is Lur because lure, yeah. I was doing this is noise. So that way it was kind of easy to correlate, like, oh, that's that's Lur who does this is noise and his Instagram handle is this is Lur. And then it kind of just became like then some of my friends started calling me Lur. Where like if I got to the bar they'd just be like, and I'm like, all right, I have to kind of embrace this thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a year ago where I was like, All right, that's That's just how I'm going to be like, that's my, that's my stage name. That's my stage persona is like, that's, that's where, but I'm also like the weird person too. We're like, if anybody ever, if you didn't hate being called Ed and someone was like, Oh, this is Ed, you know, it's like, how do you know Ed? It's like, all right, I know him as Eddie. So I'm just, I'm going to keep calling him Eddie. Like I have friends with nicknames. Like I have one friend whose name is Chris, but he was introduced to me as weasel. So his name to me is weasel. End of story because I'm not going to call him Chris, but like, if you introduce me as your real name and then give me like your nickname, it's like oh yeah, my friends call me. This. It's like no, you introduce me as as that. I'm not going to call you your nickname because that's not how I was introduced to you. Yeah. So
0: yeah, well that's that,
1: that's where the kind of that's where the start they start. I'm like editing out of my
0: yeah big glare.
1: The, yeah, sunlight coming at me. Um,
0: that's like Boyd. You know we. Uh, I know you know Boyd, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he, you're going
1: to tell me his name's not Boyd, I'm going to lose my
0: mind. Well, no, that's his middle name. So his real name's Henry.
1: What?
0: Yeah, his real name's Henry. And now that he works for BMW and now that he, you know, is, you know, he's, he's, I don't know what the word is, but he's, he's not necessarily fond of, except for people like me, you know, whatever, that, that grew up with it. Now it's call me Henry. Cause that's my, that's my name. That's my dad's name. You know, he was... He was uh I'm pretty sure his dad was junior and Boyd is Boyd's the third. Um so yeah, it's Henry Boyd Fulmer Oh no, the fourth. The fourth. Yeah, Henry Boyd Fulmer the Fourth.
1: Blowing my mind right now.
0: So <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I I sure IV is four, right? Like, yes. Like then the Roman numerals yeah. or whatever that is at the end. Yeah. IV, yeah. Yeah, it's four. Okay, so yeah, he's the fourth. So, yep, I, I don't get even it.
1: Remember how we started talking about lur? We were talking about something else.
0: I don't know. I, I, jumped, I, I, I jumped into lur. I was just like, keep that, you know, keep that name. But now that now that I'm thinking about it, like maybe if you decide to change your, like, I don't know, like I'm thinking of like lurking in the shadows.
1: Oh, that's where I was going. Now I remember. So like, I was gonna go with like because like all my lure friends knew me as lur. Um, so I was rolling with stuff like that, and then this is noise. So I just thought was a better general. Cause like I said, I wanted it to be like this. I want to just be freeform kind of. We're just gonna shoot the shit and we'll talk, and we'll talk about other things too. And like I didn't want it to be. That's why I thought like that was kind of perfect for it. it. Was like this is noise because like, is you're not stuck talking about the same thing, yeah. over and over. Like you know, like I said like yeah, there's history podcasts where like it's all they talk about. Like I love. Like um, I think it's like Last House on the Left. It's like a horror podcast, and they talk about like serial killers and stuff. But that's all they talk about. That's all it is. So for me, and especially as human beings, I feel like we can all have like a little bit of a short attention span. Like after a while, I'm like, okay, done. Like I don't want I don't want to hear this anymore. Yeah. And you and- know, with with all of that, it's kind of like that's why I was like, all right, I want this to be just about yeah. everything and anything I want to talk about. Yeah. all of it because yeah. that's just you know so that's why i thought it was just it was the best name for it yep. was that i wouldn't get stuck in some sort of like mold of like this is what your podcast is about every episode and i'm like nah, i'm not gonna do that
0: yeah yeah man yeah it's it's definitely a it's always a work in progress but i mean it's never uh I think there's a there's a Chaplin Charlie Chaplin quote that says something along the lines of, you know, life is too short like we never we never live long enough to become adults. We're just, you know, by the time we die we're you know, life it life is too short to 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 really experience it all and figure everything out. So by the time you do you're about ready to check out. So we don't ever live long enough to see all of our you know struggles and 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 tears because i cry all the time you know i know you said at the beginning that you cried like a baby i fucking cry all the time bro and um we just never live long enough to see it you know all make sense to us so you know maybe maybe shit like that gets answered in whatever the afterlife is i don't know um
1: i hope it's something fun
0: yeah right i hope there's podcasts in the afterlife (laughs) something music I hope there's music in the in the afterlife coffee I hope is in the afterlife uh sex I hope sex is in the afterlife
1: god me too (laughs) it's not happening here
0: (laughs) I really hope sex is in the afterlife that would suck what if everything else that we know of is in the afterlife but that's gone
1: so I got, I got a fun <laughs> theory <thing> for you because <laughs> we're, we're talking about this. I have this – got to try and get this like angle with this mirror you. out of the way. Um, I'm just still just yeah, sitting there. Whatever. <laughs> so I, I made this as a joke one time because I was just like every day just becomes the same. Like, especially with my job, it's like it's the same thing every day where I was sitting there talking. And I was like maybe this is purgatory. And then I stopped for a second. And I was like, oh my god because like all right. so hear me out on this so like when people talk about it's like oh you're an old soul you're very kind of like old school and everything like that what if right we're all stuck in purgatory (laughs) and that's why like people are old souls and stuff like that and we're just waiting to move on to the next thing which is obviously death but the thing about this is being stuck in the eternal purgatory you're still going to work and doing a day job (laughs) So hopefully, whatever's next, (laughs) there is sex and coffee (laughs) and music and podcasts, because at least if this is purgatory, it's here. So it's got to come with us, right?
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man.
1: I hope it's not purgatory. I really do. Yeah.
0: All I know is I hope, I just hope it's not eternal oblivion, which is a theory of it's just lights out, dark, and that's it. One and done. That 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 blows. That like uh,
1: uh, I'm ready for it. Not e- like I want to die. Eternal but like, oblivion. Yeah,
0: oh, I mean, man. If,
1: if if your brain actually shuts off like you like we think it does, then it just turns off.
0: I like. Hopefully, co- uh,
1: hopefully, I come back as somebody more important. Uh,
0: I liked. Uh, I, I was listening to a podcast and the guest said something along the lines of, you know. We have so much energy in us and, and and energy can't be destroyed, right? Like you can't destroy energy. And
1: just, my my gears are turning. Keep going. Yeah, like you can't. I'm, des- I'm so curious. Like,
0: like you can't destroy energy. Energy is it, it's just it's it's always there and we have energy in us. So when when the shell dies, right, when our when our avatar dies, where does like that's the that's the question. The energy has to go somewhere, you know. And as long as maybe Earth exists, this thing that we're floating on, which is crazy because there's a there's a photo I shared on my Instagram like a while back. It was like a photo taken four billion miles supposedly, and I put in quotations or um, parentheses supposedly from NASA Voyager four billion miles away, taken of like a photo of Earth, and it was like. It was like the the like the, a little speck that's on my computer right here, just a little dot. And I just said something along the lines of, if you ever feel overwhelmed, like you don't mean anything or like you feel depressed, life's not going your way. Life is going your way. Just always remember, that's us right there. We're so insignificant, it's not even funny. Um, but energy has to go somewhere. So what if, the, as long as Earth is, you know, intact and it hasn't been destroyed by an asteroid or blown up by North Korea or whatever ourselves ourselves fucking Skynet (laughs) shit bring Terminator into this for a second like what if I mean the energy has to go somewhere so you know I'm not a very religious person but I you know that when, when when they said that I was like yeah I never thought of it that way so I don't know and then the host said what if what you want what you think the afterlife is is what you get So if you're someone who believes that there's a heaven and a hell, well, you'll get a heaven and a hell. Now, where you go, I don't know, but you're going to get a heaven and a hell. If you're someone who believes it's lights out forever, you get that. What if that's the cruel life of joke? Whatever you believe is what you get, you know? See,
1: I actually kind of like that because that would make sense because I've gotten more into, like, Norse mythology recently. Like, I've been reading books and kind of like any any show, whether it's, you know, a drama or – storytelling whatever it has to be or it's actual historical where kind of like the whole thing when you know christianity came to like into full bloom and everything and kind of with like scandinavia and everything like that and you know i've watched that show vikings a few times you know whether it's historically accurate or not whatever it's entertaining as shit and you know, at one point one of the main characters looks at like a Christian character, he's like, Your God sounds a lot like one of ours. And that's the like I kinda like what you're what you're saying is like what if that's what you believe in, that's what you get. Yeah. Where that's like the, the cause that was the whole thing too, is if let's say there is some big great deity somewhere and that's what like all of our ancient ancestors and everything believed in, and that's just like you said, it's just that's what they believed in. So yes, those things are real and they've seen them but then like it'll like if it exists whatever it appears as is what you believe in yep and the same thing is like then after that you just kind of get what you what you wanted that's crazy i like that i'm gonna
0: gonna sit
1: with that for the rest of the day yeah
0: like if you believe in reincarnation all right you're you're reincarnating you know you're on you're on timeline 6552 because you've because you believe in reincarnation and then, and then, of course, they kept going and going, and they were like, you know, talking about, uh, you know, um, uh, no, what did they say? They said something along the lines of like, you come back because you have, uh, you have stuff left to learn. Like, you didn't, you didn't live your fullest in this life, so your next life, you're gonna, are you are gonna, you are gonna somehow, like, you are gonna somehow figure out how to fulfill what you were unable to fulfill in this life um it was it was heady shit for sure but
1: definitely send me the link to that one if you remember where, it is, where it's at
0: yeah 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 um but yeah man i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna head out here because i have another podcast coming up but dude this yeah, was I, I
1: was about to say i, feel, I know you had somebody else coming for today and yeah, my yeah mother also just looked at me and was like are you done
0: yeah so, so... We're we're in sync on this one. But dude, I mean we have we have numbers, we have Facebook, so and you're in Florida, I'm in Florida, man. So uh I was just happy to get you on here, you know, hear hear what you've been up to, what what's what's been a passion, what's fallen off, what your newfound interest is, and and I hope it just I hope it blossoms, dude. And you know, it's it's really special. So Really cool that we were able, or that you reached out in the in the first place, because I didn't know you were back. So,
1: yes, I appreciate you having me on, and I'll be sure to put put this all over. I know I did put you in my story um, on Instagram and everything right before we started this. So I'll be sure to tag you and let me know when this uh, when this airs, so that way I can show the world.
0: Absolutely, brother. And all right, bro, we'll make those beers happen.
1: Yes, absolutely. All right. But dude. have fun. Enjoy the rest of your day, bro. All
0: right, man.